Drop. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends who love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. Hey, Derek. My name's Matt. Who's that over there? Oh, Matt. My name is Isai. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Of course. I'm like Derek, who didn't really care about how any of us are doing and just introduced himself. Yeah. Any other things going on in Derek's life that Derek wants to talk about? Yeah. Welcome to Genuine Derek Boys, the podcast (laughs) about Derek. That's how we always do it. And I'm calling him Derek right now. That's how we always do it. I just did what we always do. But yeah, nothing new is going on. I put sunscreen on. I spent I had a pool day yesterday and I got sunburnt like just right here. Just on the top of my shoulder. How'd you get sunburned playing pool? Um, I was outside at Mulligan's. No, outside uh, billiards day. I don't go to Mulligan's. If I this ever go to Mulligan's again, it'll be because of you. I haven't gone there in so long. Hell yeah, good. Then I never have to go ever again. Actually, if I ever go to Mulligan's, it'll be if there's a show at the Olympic and I want a drink downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Red Fang's playing there in like August. Mm. But uh, that's great. I hate getting yeah. sunburned on my neck. Yeah. But sometimes it's, it fucking happens, dude. Yeah. No, it doesn't. I have this <laughs> issue, though, because, like, I like getting a little bit sunburned because I'm like, hey, maybe I'll come out of this a little less fucking pale than last time. But that's never the case for me. It oh, goes, really? It goes lobster red and then back to see-through. Mm. Back to fish white. Yeah. Yeah. Back to, like, oh, is that guy have health problems? Kind of white. <laughs> Feel right. That, guy not get it. that guy's not getting enough vitamin something. And also, his head's in the 95th percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that large-headed pale man looks like he's about to collapse. Um, Zach could not join us today. Um, they're moving out of a shithole into a cool hole. And uh... <laughs> and sometimes these things require... I don't more like att- that. <laughs> sometimes when you're getting into that nice, dank hole, oh, no. nice and cool, yeah. uh, nice, muggy, moist hole, yeah. uh, then you just don't have enough... You just don't have enough hours in the day to mm-hmm. adequately watch wrestling like we yep. all do every yeah. week. So many so hours. Sue, what sue them? Sue I them. Watch, I watch. I watch. Come so after them. Many hours of wrestling. My Chemical Dad pants. Fucking hit them up on Instagram. Great name. Yeah. yeah great great name. name. Fucking come after them if you have an issue with that. Oh, sorry. Some people have to actually fucking move out of a <laughs> shithole into a dank, moist hole. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you go to the shit into the moist. Yeah. Uh, we're a professional wrestling podcast on the eavesdrop podcast network. Check out the check other out shows. Check, check them out. Them out. Uh, the, the, Don't check out the the John Carpenter one. Well, do it because I was on their last episode. Exactly. About the thing. Uh, I got I've turned the, cool, the cool thing about my they, friend Brett is I've gotten to talk about two to three of my favorite movies. I got to talk about the Matrix with him. I got to talk about uh point break with him i gotta talk about a thing with him it's just a good good old time shout out brett brett rocks brett does rock i wanted to say something snarky like well if you love brett's podcast so much why don't you marry it but and i was also like but i do love brett and that is a fun show uh this is my number one podcast i like being a guest on that you don't this have f- to say that this is a fun one to host it's very fun to host but it's nice the weight's lifted off my shoulders when i'm just being a guest yeah, that's that is true. That is true. It's a much different dynamic. Yeah, it's a much different dynamic. Can you talk, let's talk about another dynamic. Is one the that you'll get to see duo. I just the wanna, dynamic quattro. I just want to know. Uh, I was just yeah. gonna say. I just I just can't wait till Brett does like a Judd Apatow podcast so I could be on it. 
<laughs> I've watched a lot of Judd's movies. Yeah, I like. Yeah, dude, the Knocked Up cast. Yeah, <laughs> I've watched Knocked Up probably about like sixty times. That's a shame. Damn. Damn, I used to be on. A, I used to be on a, a, Michael Sarah's not even in that one. It used to be on a work computer mm. at Teleperformance, like when I was like twenty. Brian and, probably put it on there. And it was like it was Knocked Up, like two seasons of The Office and um, Employee of the Month. Oh, that's oh, dude, why that, you like a point of the month so much. I've just watched it like 50 times. That I was watched one that those, one's less. That was a weird one that just sort of ended up becoming a weird, like one that was just around our house employee of the month because dude, Dane Cook was peaking, bro. And we were all, and who didn't fucking, dude, he was peaking, bro. And fucking, dude, Dak Shepard fucking showed the world what he's got. That was before without a paddle, I think, dude. So, <laughs> like, we're talking, we're talking fucking on-screen breakthroughs we're talking jessica simpson dude at also peaking dude actually i think if, if we're if i think i'm gonna go back and watch that and i'm sure it's gonna hold up andy well, dick's there too you just have to turn on tbs and it's probably on yeah no, dude. I'm it's like it. it's I'm like for whatever streamer. reason um on uh fucking e like knocked up is playing like it's either like knocked up or keeping up with the kardashians that's all you get yeah yeah, I think I think there might might be a small rubbing on your microphone, Isai. It feels like there's a little bit of a uh, uh, a little bit of a, a sound of um, there's a breathy quality, a little bit of a textural sound. It's and not just there might be some fan noise because our uh, AC is deciding not to work. Oh, got you. In that case, hey listener, get over it. Yeah, yeah. shut the fuck up. What do you want? Up, you want Isai to overheat? Shit. You want Isai to overheat for your entertainment? You sick fuck. Yeah, no. it's, we're in the middle of a heat wave, so he can get all the fan that he wants. Speaking of that, I'm going to turn off my bathroom fan. Do you hear it as much now? Derek just likes the smell of his own shit. <laughs> That's why he turned off the fan. No, also- it's because I showered and don't want mildew <laughs> over my bathroom. True. Uh-huh. Uh, how long Man, we got, money in, the, we got <laughs> money, in the, uh, money in the bank. <laughs> I'll, I'll, put a, I'll put a nice, like, noise noise gate on my thing and then nobody will even know just cool. a nice noise gate that little ping pong and reverb it'll just be a uh, it'll honestly add to the real, real natural tones yeah 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 um yeah is money in the bank this week no we got oh, okay tight, tight no it's just coming up we're on the road to money in the bank which is my wrestlemania uh, i want oh. them to do it i want them to do it on top of the titan tower again <laughs> honestly i'm excited because there's gonna be fans there yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then it like Ricochet's nice. gonna do something stupid. Yeah, maybe he'll jump off the roof. Dude, yeah, I don't know. I, I would be surprised if we see something dub off a ladder. Like that's the reason he's there. <laughs> I also like just seeing that the fact he's getting a little bit of a like, a little bit of a push ski. Yeah, me too. In me jeans. too. Yeah, and in jeans no less, which Trevor from Paducah, I'd like to imagine, appreciates. It's just funny because like his his character Nikki's like it was well they can't even do the superhero anymore because Nikki's doing that. Here we'll just we'll jump into Raw. Yeah, let's just talk yeah. about that for sure. I like I want to kick off on that. Yeah, right, kick it off. Let's, just, let's kick it off. I love it. I love it. Apparently, it's her idea. Yeah, and I like a good superhero. I mean, so yeah, yeah. Nikki, Nikki, uh, Nikki Cross. Someone said Nikki Storm, which was her indie name. Hmm. I don't even know why. I've but now it's even... not. It's not Nikki Cross anymore, is it? No. Oh, she changed her name too. Nikki Ash. That's bad. It, almost a superhero. Almost superhero Ash. <laughs> yeah. 
but also because we can't have people being like, is she related to Karrion Cross? <laughs> I think is, yeah, is that why they did exactly it? Exactly why, because Karrion Cross um, is moving maybe, up in the draft. <laughs> and, I, and I feel that they're also, um, they also just kind of refer to as Nikki a lot. Yeah. And they're trying to kind of differentiate like the person who'd come out running all crazy and then the superhero like Nikki, like somebody who's like a little bit more and like, I guess almost a little bit more endearing because like, it seems like this is kind of getting over. And I think it's because it is her idea and they're running with it. And she's like doing something that only a few people actually do, which is when they're given something, they just go all the way with it. Yeah. Right. Like, which is what she has always done. She really has. Like, I obviously it's still, it's hard to shake off the idea of like Nikki cross insanity. Cause it was just like badass. but at the same time, like characters like hurricane Shane Helms will live on forever. Cause they're just badass. Not everyone can do it. And it'd be great if Nikki Cross could pull it off. A good superhero. Yeah. Better this than a, Trevor from Paducah. This is a fun way to get rid of Alexa's The Fiend, too. If they go that route, like good versus evil. Shit, that'd be awesome, dude. Oh, please don't. Nikki Ash versus The Fiend at, at fucking SummerSlam, dude. I'm so mad now because I didn't even think about that. I mean, they have so much history. It's the most one of the most logical things. It was weird that they were tag team partners the other week. Yeah, like that, that's it, what's weird. It does kind of feel like cool new gimmick. Shoehorn it in somewhere. I think they just fit. wanted they needed an excuse to put some people in the rumble and also to not the rumble, the money in the bank, and also to waste time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, the one thing that is unfortunate is all of this, I, I believe, is coming to at the detriment of Shayna Baszler, who has just really like character wise had a lot more opportunities. I'll say that in a nice way that we haven't gotten to see before. Mm-hmm. But some, I don't think those opportunities are leading to very fruitful uh, futures. No, I feel, she's, bad, I feel bad for Shayna Baszler right now. She's solidifying herself in the mid card. Has she had a title in the main roster? The tag, t- she was a two-time tag champion with Nick with with Nia. They were. They I were mean, tag those singles, but they don't because they don't treat the tag titles like they're anything. Yeah, the tag titles well don't matter. They don't. Yes, they do to us. That doesn't. No, they, they actually don't. We're supposed to be the authority. Remember. But uh, yeah, I, great. We got a new superhero, and we also seem to be heading on towards a new a new era of wrestle of of WWE programming. Oh yeah, that's, well, that's what they keep fucking saying. They're gonna have new sets when they get fans back. They're gonna that's do a lot cool. more. They're gonna do a lot more drafts, which I they're like. Gonna, they're gonna continue with firing people a lot, yeah. which is so fun, Just, dude. It's like. Like, oh, who's gonna be here this? this oh, week? we uh, we didn't get into the releases since we were off. Oh, yeah, that's true because we were off last week. Um, and so I think there's a few things about releases that so the people who are now making the calls for like firing people it is legitimately, I think, the most like it's like so it's just very cold, mm-hmm. and it is more so just like sorry, it is what Bye. it is, pal. Yeah, yeah but, maybe maybe well, you'll be back. And isn't it the like new ownership or whatever? It's, it's the, so it's the president Nick Khan. He has let them know, like, hey, you guys have hoarded too much talent and are kind of hemorrhaging money, having people sitting there. Mm-hmm. And it's like get rid of them. Yeah, so- it, it, but it totally does. Like, it, it's completely detached from the writers' room. Like, absolutely, oh, whoever's yeah. making those decisions has no at all because it does just it's just completely out of nowhere. And honestly, like, it throws you through a fucking 
roller coaster because like and i'm I'm sorry dear listener that i'm just gonna be hopping fucking around but you know what again fuck you just kidding i love you so much thank you so much for listening but uh like on last night on smackdown we had the return of selena vega as a wrestler as a wrestler who got Mm -hmm. squashed but it's also like dude who we're just this the fucking budgeon family or whatever the shoot name is is just getting getting thrown around the fucking whirlpool of uh of wwe um i wouldn't be surprised if the uh big tom big tom is gonna end up back i think i think he might take a little break and like go do some random shit and come back because he's pushing the tommy end thing right now i think like i got the vibe that he was stoked on it he is but also it's like he was so grateful and almost like kind of like apologetic on certain things like with WWE mm-hmm. where it's like, Oh, he is playing the political card so well. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is true. Like right after the, the release, like he was very quick so to just be like, I'm I not am, angry. Yeah. I'm, I was pretty salty about four releases. Billion. No fashion. Oh. The fashion police. Drake. Oh, Drake Wirtz. Yeah. You love him. Cause you also uh, care about the kids. <laughs> I also care. No, um, I was um salty about Fandango. Yeah, I was salty about Tyler Breeze. Yeah, and then of course Chase Parker and Matt Martell ever rise. Yeah. So like, okay, here's the deal. Uh, I'll talk about all four of them real quick. Uh, Breeze and Fandango have been staples of that company for a long time. So that's where I think they they were so expendable. Yeah, because they're getting their main roster money doing one day a week, if that at NXT. True. Fandango's been signed since 2006. It just, that's so glaring, right? Because like between the two of them, they've they've given like over 30 years to this company. (laughs) But like what that blows me away because most other places, most places where you're considered an employee by your employer, if you give 17 years, you're not just immediately on the chopping block. Like that mm-hmm. t- totally the Green Bay Packers. They'll fucking tell you. Dude, I mean, that will blow. I mean, it's just insane that you you devote that much time, that much of your body and your years of this craft that doesn't have a long like, a you know, you can only do it X amount of years. And then just to be like, got nothing for you and you're too expensive. See ya. Sorry, it, pal. It's just really it's just like, wow, like. If anything, it just goes more to being like, we have to really talk. I mean, like the conversation just needs to keep going about how these people are classified because like you really should have some sort of job security after giving nearly 20 fucking well, years of your um, life to a place. There should be a union. There should be yeah, tenure. Miss Union came back. <laughs> it's true. Unions, huh? It's like it's like she didn't really mean it. was just trying to get over. Ruffle some feathers. Yeah. but uh, um, And then Ever Rise, like I didn't know about them they showed up they're great geeks i know but then like i saw some of their personality and i was like i love these guys it's like two kevin owenses it made me love canada the, more and in the in the last and it was just canada a couple days ago yeah. um in the last like couple months they've been on tv at least like every week just even just being geeks in the background yeah they've done the pre-pre-shows yeah yeah they have they a had- show every saturday apparently ever rise live they still did it too, but they couldn't call it Everize Live. Yeah. And they had just put it on YouTube. And so what sucks is that you know that Triple H had no idea because mm-hmm. also like most of 205 Live, like the old school guys all got cut. And he was just like talking about a thing. It's like where he's like going to um, like 
really focus on the cruiserweight title and really focus on like building like that brand back up mm-hmm. and like obviously he did with the debut of diamond mine going after Kushida. it's like Kushida getting these big matches where he's going against kyle who's in the main event scene mm-hmm. and it wasn't like kyle just ate him up like it was a super competitive one competitor just happened to just catch him real quick with a roll-up and then they hugged afterwards so it's like oh, this guy, this champion's the same level as these other guys. Yeah, well, and, I mean, on one show, they had Kushida and Santos main event for the yeah. the the title, which was the first time I've legitimately cared about the Cruiserweight title. Like, it was a big deal. Yeah, well, it's just awesome, because, like, for sure, when, like, thinking about growing up watching wrestling, like, the Cruiserweight title is, like, the most exciting one. Like because you never the matches you you get in that division. Yeah, like Brian so, Christopher versus Scott Taylor. <laughs> Brian Christopher versus Taka Michinoku. Sa Rios was there. Hornswoggle was cruiserweight champion. I know. I do think a lot of like unfortunate. Uh, yeah. I mean, look. I mean, I'm not saying they were all fantastic. Uh, I, I was giving you shit. I, yeah. I know you're meaning like WCW cruiserweight. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Like that really was. You I mean Eddie Hoovy, Psychosis, Young Ray, Jericho, Young Jericho? You had all these guys, um, just in there that were just fucking doing something completely different and changing the game. Like Dean Malenko, like you had these guys coming in there doing different style of work, and especially in WCW, you get that Southern brother going. <laughs> but like, and to your point though, I do think what a what a what a way to really kick off that point by introducing Diamond Mine. Uh, because yes, like a, a cruiserweight division, but that they're not all like Tyler Rust. Is he like Taylor Rust or whatever? Small. He's, he's small. The yeah, other guy seems bigger. Hideki Suzuki seems like a bigger, bigger, a, a, a thicker cut slab of meat. But he's, Roddy also seems big to me. He seems too big for cruiserweight, but he's he, not. He used to get billed at two twelve. Okay, but the, but then also he used to be in on two hundred five live randomly. Like, they, oh, okay. They really like him as a worker. And yeah, could, he's great. Oh, yeah. He's like the best. But Because I remember he randomly showed up like in the Greatest Royal Rumble in, in Saudi Arabia and then beat the shit out of Brian. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. They chopped the hell out of each other. They're like, uh-huh. oh, for the next two minutes, this is Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and, you know, uh, like, it, which is crazy. So, yeah, Roderick Strong is back. That's the fucking, that's the coolest shit. But also... What Love a it. blessing. What a blessing to have a mouthpiece like Malcolm Bivens and not have to hear Roddy cut all the promos on his own. Yep. Not saying I don't love no, 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 no. I he's am not saying. he's not that guy. He's not the guy on the mic. Yeah. Malcolm Bivens is the guy on the mic. He's, yep. It's a it's a great pairing. Yeah, you know who else might need a mouthpiece, Kyle? Um <clears throat> I agree, but, dude. Or he needs a bad, bad guy. Cool Kyle's my least favorite thing. Um no. but yeah, Malcolm Bivens, like it feels like they finally found a place for him. I hope this lasts like, and the story's kind of been building. Like he's been working with Tyler Russ for like two months. Right. Well, he, And he kept calling him a diamond in the rust. Oh, mm-hmm. and so kind of bringing that back. Also like Roddy's one of their guys, even though yeah. they fired his wife. <laughs> yeah. But, and also like they fired her and apparently were pitching ideas where she was in a join diamond mine later yeah. on. Weren't um, there two of the releases supposed to join? Arturo Huas. Oh, which I also I loved Arturo Huas. Yeah, but but uh, was he like a semi celebrity before? So he probably had a big trunk contract. No. Oh, okay. I thought he, he was, was just, like a football player, or like a fighter or something. He's, I mean, he's like a black belt, but okay. Yeah, he's just one of those like fucking badass presences. 
Okay. I wonder. I wonder who else is going to be in that faction though, because it, I mean, it it is it needs to get a little more padded out. But uh, I don't know. Is it going to be like mostly cruiserweight centric or just sort of a? Well, I mean, Hideki Suzuki, which who is now going by the name of uh, Hachiman, which is the it's like a Japanese god of war. Tight. Great name. Yeah, that is. Um, cool. That guy's a bad man i haven't seen that thatcher match yet but uh yeah i'm looking forward to it i just um, hope i just hope he doesn't have a move called the hachimachi i i, I don't think Ooh. they're gonna go to the the hachimachi can't i can't wait for beth phoenix to say that oh no please don't <laughs> and so like he, he um he trained under billy robinson which is a very very uh famous british wrestling trainer and wrestler catch wrestler um he did work for um Anoki Genome Federation which is Antonio Anoki's promotion after New Japan mm. and then did stuff for like Zero One, Wrestle One, and Big Japan. Mm. And so Okay, goddamn. He's a he's a bad man. Yeah. So what's really cool about this faction though is so Undisputed's dead. So we could have Diamond Mine and like Peter Dune's team in war games. War games. Like oh yeah, Diamond Mine would be I I, I bet that's I, I think that's probably a good call that they'll be one of the the next War Games uh, teams. Yeah, it's been undisputed eras match since yeah since so it started be, right in NXT inception. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I wonder how we're gonna get Kyle and Adam in there now too. Um, what, uh, what was the one where um was that undisputed? Because no, Roddy was Roddy turned. Remember when Roddy was with the Authors of Pain? Wasn't that like before he? Wasn't that? Was that before him and Pete? Yeah, Roddy, uh, Arthur's of Pain. The Arthur's of Pain. What war games is this one? War games. I, that was a war games. I didn't. I thought war games started when yeah, Roddy so, was yeah, yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah, so no, it was Sanity versus uh, Undisputed Era versus Authors of Pain. I think it was the first, yeah, it was the first War Games. Oh. Authors of Pain, it was Authors of Pain and Roddy. Okay. Undisputed when it was just the three and Sanity. Okay, and then so the Dusty Classic was after that then yes. with Roddy and, and Pete. Because remember, like, Roddy kind of had, like, the same little gear and stuff as them. <laughs> the shitty little boots. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't as cute, though, as when Drake Maverick used to come out in it. It looked like he was cosplaying with his big brothers. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nothing, we'll no, nothing will beat Kurt Angle in the Shield, though. That's true. Oh, that's the, that's the, the best out of dad. place. Yeah, that's the best out of place uh, <laughs> team member. Well, I'm. I, so let's go back to Raw. I guess <laughs> we yeah, we've really been, really been around. hopping around, but we don't have to go through the whole episode. I mean, yeah. Okay, so they. I, I will say they at least are listening to people, and really going with the rk bro thing it's it is it's honestly a little endearing it kind of sounds like it it's it's I, it's a good place for matt riddle's character to be it's like, also like randy is so fucking smart because it makes randy seem kind of cool because like he's attaching himself to these other people and it's like hey i'm 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 with you i want to see this guy do well and blah 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 and so like it's just a fun dichotomy because it's like super straight laced Randy who literally just like months ago lit somebody on fire, um, burned him to a crisp. And yeah. now he is hanging out fake. with a high guy. He likes to burn another thing to the crisp. That's true. And fake uh, like locking his mouth and taking the key. And so yeah. then Riddle doesn't speak. 
but I mean, I I think, um, and other people are within the ecosphere of wrestling also think this as well is that this is going to really get riddled over to the fans like a lot because it's like everybody knows like this like that kind of nice stone dude. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, this guy's kind of dumb, but like he's like he's funny. Like his like his character uh, isn't one that can really be taken like it's like like the character of Matt Riddle is one that's hard to take serious. And, but then obviously when the bell rings, that goes out the window, but like yeah. it does to get to see him be a bit of a goofball. And, that, so, and, and it fucking natural. works because like, it's because of his MMA background. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, you know, he's a fucking like, he's, he's a, a killer, fucking, dude. Yeah. But, yeah. And then like he fucking shows up on a scooter. Yeah. Yeah. And I would argue that he's probably having a fucking blast <laughs> that Orton is the most popular currently signed wrestler i would argue that because like casual fans who are like in and out who go to the live shows when it comes to idaho you know randy's Randy's their guy and i think that's across the nation how it is like randy is the most like relatable and recognizable to the wwe demographic do you see Um, you you see randy orton walking around a walmart you're like what in the fuck but you see, Ke- but you know, someone might see Kevin Owens, they wouldn't even fucking know the difference. So I feel there's a few people that are like that in WWE. I think Randy is at the top, and I'm mostly going to go like full time. It's because I think like yeah, you get Edge out there, he he's yeah, oh yeah, Edge is different. a legend. Yeah, and even is though, like, Randy considered bad. a legend yet? I mean, I think somebody if he if he is, <laughs> then, then he has to punch he has himself to kill in the himself. head. He has to kill himself. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> But we were yeah. all thinking it. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, like Randy really is. It's like Randy and like AJ Styles, like the full-time yeah. guys. Yeah. Or like the ones that people are like, actually, well, I want to see. Mm-hmm. They're good wrestlers. Yeah. And they like probably AJ's, say wrestler. AJ's oh, yeah. new-ish too. Like that's what's weird. It was a 2016 yeah. Rumble. Yeah. Apparently like, got that fucking good, good smell. Randy's been though. around for, <laughs> ooh, that's the best thing I've ever read. Samoa Joe praising, uh, making AJ Styles pass out while smelling his hair. It's like his favorite person to make pass out. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great. Uh, it's a great interview segment. I made Russell read that, and she was like, "This is the this is the best thing about wrestling that you've ever shown me." <laughs> Those are like the intimate details that 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 get me excited about wrestling. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything else on Raw that we like. So I I'm curious. I'm Bobby curious. Kofi? No, no, unfortunately, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Okay. And this is, hey, maybe on me, maybe my bad. I haven't been doing the best job watching all of three hours of Raw every week. I fucking apologize. <laughs> Get off my asshole. It's but been the, better though, right? Yeah, apparently it's been pretty good the last few weeks. Well, Raw? Again, I wouldn't yeah. know. So the wrestling's been pretty good. Um, I really like that they're letting Xavier, like they've let Xavier Woods shine a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, like Riddle... I need you to explain something to me. Okay. What's going on with Eva Marie and Dewdrop? What's going on so, with this? I like that. Uh, so Dewdrop seems to be being like Piper and Evan. Yeah. Well, of yeah. course. Yes. But is she Dewdrop. going by Piper Niven yet? Because it's no. like going that way, right? So I, like, I, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Because for whatever reason, it's like Dewdrop is there with her. But like Eva talks and she like makes faces and is like, whatever. Oh my God, shut up. Like you're so fucking stupid. And then like gives her fake smiles and stuff. It's, I kind of, it's interesting because I feel it's like they're using each other and that's kind of the thing that they're kind of trying to get over. It's like Eva's using her because Eva can't wrestle. 
and like she's trying to like have like like the fucking like somebody that can kick ass for it. And then like Dewdrop is there because she then like she knows that even reason to get the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And so like it's like they're both like just like trying to use each other. And that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Their okay. turn um, their turn's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see what whatever happens. I Piper was Piper a heel in UK? Um at times. Yeah. It'd be cool to see that, like her, the one everyone expects even Marie to turn, but Piper to turn and then go ham on the women's division. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be great. That'd be great. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just looking up to see what else happened in my, my recap fucking close. I mean, there we go. Oh, so there was a battle Royal and that's where Matt Riddle was, um, fucking, um, Took the place of Orton because Orton was just uh, was just like gone. Like, he's probably wanted time off, and they're like, okay, okay, Randall. Um, and so um, Riddle wrestled for him and even like did his pose and shit, um, which was <laughs> yeah. funny. And then Priest was the last one that um, he eliminated. So Priest is back. He had some time off, and there's kind of conflicting information. Some people said that it was nothing where he was pulled off the TV. Um, from creative it was like there was things that were happening either an injury or just something else that was a little bit more pressing okay and and so it was one of those things where it wasn't like a they're not pushing him anymore there Uh, are there are some wrestlers who like deliberately take time off and i i think that's healthy like kevin owens does it he's like i'm taking a two-week vacation i'll be back uh and then i'll kill myself um i should stop saying that i apologize um then I'll work I will, my I'll ass my, off. I will That's put my body on the line yeah. for entertainment. Um, and then, uh, um, like Sasha Banks is always taking time off, and I think that's like it's good for their character, and it's good for their like, it's good for their mental health and physical. But they're also health. they're also sitting at a. I agree. I agree. I think it should be something that's available and open and utilized by everybody. But they also those three they're, specifically sit at a, a part yeah. a spot in the card that they yeah. have a little bit more wiggle room to do yeah, things. Yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, it's it, that's just a side note. I'm sorry. And, and, and I think especially right now as we're getting to back to life fans, like while they have some extra time before then, like mm-hmm. okay, everybody, fucking take your week off now. Go to goddamn Disney, go to the beach, because in fucking a few weeks, you're fucking living on the road again, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's one thing that I actually think is pretty fucking wild about how, like, the whole, this whole, the pandemic era of wrestling and the pandemic era of, like, entertainment in general has been this thing of, like, I think really shine a, a mirror on maybe how unhealthy the, like, constant grind culture is mm-hmm. for content creation. Uh, and it's one of those things that I'm almost not looking for. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the the product in front of a bunch of fans again. That that really is an essential part of the formula of what makes wrestling so exciting. But it's also like, man, I don't want these people to have to like get a day, like two days off a week, and one of those days is is taken up with you know by travel, basically. Yeah, it's like, man, I, I it would be nice to really give these people a schedule that maybe they don't have to leave all the fucking time, but. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, they, that's it's what they the, signed up for. I was going to say, it, it's like, especially now more than ever, you know what you fucking got into. And yeah. even back then, it's like you were running 300 days, 320 days a year. That's the thing, dude. Sunday, you know? 
but like, like that that burns you i mean that burns you out it does it does but it's like since the 80s everybody has known that schedule mm-hmm. unless you're fucking bill goldberg or brock lesnar like you're not gonna get anything better i mean randy does but it's like we're just talking about yeah, it. you get there. you get to a certain point yeah um where you so, can call those shots yeah on raw um or you just don't get over it and then you won't get called into tv mm-hmm. that's true <laughs> but yeah. then you also might get fired yeah yeah but um john morrison and ricochet had a fucking real fun match gave him like 10 minutes too so Ooh. um oh, yeah. and it, it did end in a double count out but it was super sick because the count out was because like they're both like hitting big moves flying everywhere just doing super athletic stuff because they both can and um morrison was um like sitting on the the barricade like after getting like shit canned outside and ricochet did a, a giant crossbody over the top like of, uh, from the top rope to the outside and that's how they they did it there so he just jumps all the way over the barricade crossbody and then 10 count mm-hmm. so it's kind of it's kind of cool just because it's like both and that, guys are, that match had a that match had money in the bank implications to it right they're like both the already they're, they're both already in money in the bank and okay. so i i like the fact and this is weird even though they kind of did a finish that's a you know, it's not a, a clean whatever finish, like one like a definite winner. But I like mm-hmm. that nobody lost going into money in the bank. It's like they made them look like they're both like really good competitors and yeah. super athletic and they're just kind of setting up the thought and you're like, what fucking shit they gonna do? Yeah, it's like I can't wait to see a match where where there can't be a count out finish kind of a thing. Yeah, right? exactly. And it's just cool seeing uh Morrison getting his his shine more that uh, Miz is injured. I mean Miz is there in a wheelchair and <laughs> Which is fine, and they have the drip stick and everything, Johnny Drip Drip. But um, yeah, the the Monday Night Delight, the Shaman is sexy, John Morrison. <laughs> I love the name, like whatever Night Delight. It's a great fucking. I name. do too. I do too. I love a good. I love a good arrogant nickname in wrestling. Well, There's I'm. nothing better. Um, they keep doing like the whole like Charlotte and Rhea shit, and I just don't care about it. I know. I know. Um, it's Rhea is Rhea a bad champion? I think she's, she's a victim, of, cir- she's a victim of circumstance, dude. Her yeah. NXT run was lackluster too. Yeah. Again, I didn't victim care of circumstance. About her. It's like I like her when she's chasing. When she gets it, I stop caring. I think she needs to be a heel in order to be champion. Mm-hmm. I I yeah, I think that would help. Because then she could be dominant and imposing and beat the <laughs> fuck out of people. Yeah. And it would make sense because she is that. And sometimes like like with especially with baby faces, the chase is really where you make your money. Yeah. Like, like I it's like not everybody's Hogan or like Bruto San Martino. It's like with Steve Austin, like the best parts of his like where he was getting or you wanted to see him finally do it, and when he did, that was the peak. So then he has to drop it because Vince Vince screws him, and then it's him getting back at Vince and him going yeah. after it again. Yeah. Whereas somebody like um fucking we'll just use like Bret Hart. Brock, like Brock Lesnar is a really good one as a heel champion because he's just so imposing who's gonna topple the monster yeah Bret he has Hart, that prize fighter energy yeah Bret, Bret Hart is a great working like workhorse champion that you would want like to be champion for especially like the stretch but like from mania to like SummerSlam and like because okay. he's gonna go out there and put on fantastic matches inspire the children exactly and he's going to like that's the guy that it's like you put him in there with anybody and you can make any story and he's going to do it and the chase isn't necessarily going to be as good because he's not as charismatic 
with his promos and all this stuff. But Don't let him just, hear you say that, dude. But his what what he does differently is that he's a he's a competitor. So it's just like watching like a real live competitor, you know, like a, yeah. an actual like fighter. You're like, oh, this guy's just so good. I see why he is champion. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when was the last time Charlotte was a face? Was it I mean, recently? Technically, I think it was just recent that she, like after WrestleMania where she turned. I think I technically black out all of her face runs because I just don't give a shit. No, I'm just kidding. I, she's fine. She's fine. She's. I think she's also a, a little bit of a victim of circumstance too. I yeah, think so too. The whole women's division on, especially on on Raw. outside of on yeah, especially on Raw is just like there's a reason why they are um, probably calling up a few different people. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they got rid of some. They're really emphasizing. Well, that, yeah, but like, I mean, draft as, as, aside from. Like Ruby Riot that was released. Who else was like making a big impact? Lana. Go to hell. <laughs> um, Jackson Riker is the weirdest baby face ever. I don't like him. Why no. is he I know. still we... there? Yeah, is he that's... making like two dollars? How like, has he not been is cut he the exactly? Cheapest that they it's have? because have you he just seen keep him? showing he's just volunteering. No, have you seen him? He's massive. He yeah, looks I for... like a I forget every time I see him. He's he's a guy that Vince you know is like oh like it Vince like Vince sees like an eighties guy in him. He's like he likes America and he's jacked. His ceiling is so low. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's, he's I mean yeah, Jackson Riker right is one that right I would now bet. he's actually already overachieved. <laughs> like I would bet right, I would bet money that like he would be in, in one of these waves of releases. No. Uh, because he's not. he's not because he makes i'm sure he makes the minimum that you can make he also probably does just mesh with vince's vibe yeah he's a big boy yeah he, he probably have controversial we'll say opinions on many of the same things and yeah honestly like i don't even time. think vince has probably ever met him yeah <laughs> yeah i just like looking at that that walking steak wrap well, exactly that's probably exactly it keep it's him like, around nicholas and they they <laughs> Why is Nicholas in relations now? No, Nicholas Khan. Oh, I thought you meant Nicholas is a former tag champ. Like he Dude. just runs talent relations now. Dude, here like comes the, year old. Hey, here. bud, sorry, we gotta let you go. We got nothing for you, pal. Uh, yeah. Fuck you, Nick Cone. Dude, that's the yeah. Dude, that's the big reveal. Same Nick. But let's not enough about Jackson Riker. Enough about Jackson Riker. Then the uh, main event was a um, last chance money in the bank triple threat match. So whoever did this would get in money in the bank. So Riddle's already in, but he was fighting on behalf of Randall. Okay. Right. It was Drew, Riddle, and AJ. And it was fucking good. Yeah. It was a really good match. It was like almost 30 minutes long. Jesus. um, I heard this on, I was listening to Brian Alvarez and Lance Storm. Cause I always love listening to it Lance sucks. Storm. <laughs> I'm Brian Alvarez. I'm you know, a little. It's Sorry. like, you know, Brian, uh, <laughs> the thing about that is uh, that's Lance Storm. Okay. I was like, that's not Dave. No, it was Brian and Lance. I love Lance Storm. He has, even when he doesn't have opinions that I agree with, he th- says them in a way where it's not like he's arguing. He's like, hey, this is just what, I enjoy what I think of being in the business. Yeah. I could be wrong. And his heart's always in the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right and here, they were just, r- above, under, in your rib cage. Yeah, somewhere around there, <laughs> this general region. Um, they talked about um, 
how you know even though sometimes raw is a drizzling fucking shits there's certain people that every week no matter what they go out there and no matter what the circumstance they're like i'm going to work my fucking dink off to get this over mm-hmm. and drew's been that guy for like the last year yeah and AJ works his ass off every time he's in the ring yep. and Riddle's hitting that gear too, that they're like, no matter what, we're fucking getting this over. And they actually told a great story in the ring about Randy's fighting for his fucking buddy that he like really wants to make proud. Drew's fighting for like what seems like seemingly can be like maybe the last chance he can get to challenge for the title um, against Bobby. It's like, they're all these guys are i mean aj just like fighting because he wants to be at the top again like that's kind of the story they were telling and it's just like oh like it's cool like they just told a really cool story they let him go out there and fucking work and they're three great workers and god damn it at the end of the day i enjoyed it god damn it yeah god damn so let's talk about the return of one Adam Edge Copeland over on SmackDown. All right, let's get to SmackDown. I love myself some fucking Edge. I love a good. I love a good session of Adam. I love when I get to see a good Adam on my screen. I a like little, a little Edge sesh. Whenever Adam Pierce pops up, I'm like, that's fine, but it's not. It could be better. And then an Adam Copeland pops up, and I'm like, yeah, I love it. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean, we all we got so many things going on on SmackDown. This is another fucking whiplash, dude. Fucking, I will say that in place. SmackDown has still been uh, has still been just really firing, just speaking on all cylinders. Because justice for Corbin, dude. It is. It, it's literally like it's because they bookend the show with the Roman angles, mm-hmm. and so it's like it's always it always starts off where I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm interested, and then it always ends with. Oh, cool! I want to see what's going to happen next with this, and that's mm-hmm. just so fucking smart. <laughs> that's how you. It's an easy way to book a show. You put your most interesting thing on first and last. You hook them, and then at the end, you make them want to come back next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. But we haven't seen. But that's. But also, uh, we we haven't really seen old Roman Reigns on the old SmackDown here in a, a second, which I also like. I like that he's not just like because he wasn't even on uh, last night's episode. He, he yeah exactly um and I, that's what i love is that it's like he like the his storyline is still continuing because you have these ancillary characters mm-hmm. who are all that, wrapped up in it yeah but it, it makes everything because they kind of cut back to it throughout the show there's just this like continuing angle that kind of keeps you tuned in because yeah. it's just like oh, like it affects multiple people there's a lot of different parts it's like with seth Seth Rollins and Cesaro, that like they kind of got tangled into this too. It's like you got Edge, you got the Usos, you got the Usos heat with each other, you got Roman fighting who just fought the Mysterios. Like you got all these different things that are just all interweaving into one thing where it makes it a lot more cohesive mm-hmm. instead of just a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah, and, totally. And like now Jimmy is like part of the part of the team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy kind of just came on board. What are you gonna do? But I mean, of I course, feel, it's I, gonna. I, I feel it's gonna end with like. I hope it ends with Uso versus Uso at SummerSlam. Yeah, that, I, I, that I would, would be a that. fucking cool match. And maybe it's like he's falling in line right now, but it's like he just can't take it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Or what if like what if all of this makes Jay realize that there's fucking crazy? Like, oh man, now that I'm seeing this coming from my brother, I'm getting it's, a bit of a more perspective. Or well, it's like, oh, I'm seeing this come from my. Like, you're taking my fucking spot. And um, you were gone, and I fucking moved up, and you're taking this. I'm thing. main event Jay. 
it's like, yeah, that, that, that's the angle. Like, he needs to come out there and be pissed. It's like, I did everything I could to make sure that I fucking like got to the top and now you, you're here and you want to take that away. I can't have anything on my own. Mm-hmm. It, it's a good way to be a heel, but also like a justified heel, which is the best kind. Yeah, totally. A heel that's got something to fight for. Um, dude, let's talk about Francis from, uh, from Pee Wee's Playhouse. I want to, I want to talk. Bike's not for sale, Francis. I want to talk about the Alpha Academy. It seems they're, like they're giving them win after win after win. They're really trying to make Otis look like a competitor by which squashing is, Dawkins, which I don't know if that's the week best. after week. <laughs> yeah. But like, which I don't know, like the two, the, 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 the physicality between the two of them works, I think, but uh, it, do you I, like the two big boys, big boy it up. I do like a good, just do. I love when big boys slap meat together, <laughs> but I, I like it. I like it. I like this. Like it's the best thing for Gable. <laughs> I like that. He's fucking just Otis, his coach. Uh, also like, like what's cool is you're going to see his, uh, you got to see his, see his, um, his charisma come out. Cause he's yeah. a very weird, charismatic person, mm-hmm. and it comes out here. Mm-hmm. And it's funny watching Otis like put on like serious competitor, but you just know he's also he like oh he wants to do the worm. You know caterpillar. he wants. You know he wants to do the caterpillar, of course. My but bad. um, he also now got a haircut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Haircut, freshly shaven. Don't new, like new, it. Don't like any new, of it. New do, new you. <sighs> And then um, this last oh this last week Kevin and Sammy had a last man standings match mm-hmm. uh, for a Money in the Bank qualifier and it was good. Who would have fucking well, thought? Yeah. Weird, <laughs> weird. <laughs> it was it was just fucking fantastic. Um, I loved it. I mean, just go out of your way to watch anything that they do. And Sammy even said it. It's like we've never had a bad match in like the last fifteen years. He's like, this isn't the this isn't the end of this like. We're not closing the store, just the end of this chapter. Yeah, and I love that. And it's just super cool. And I, I just um I I don't know. Them together is great. And it's such an easy thing to do just to get people interested. Mm-hmm. And it's like I said, just it's just easy. Yeah. And they they know they can go to that well. Vince likes both of them, which is so strange. Out of all the guys that like Vince is like all about, he's like oh, Sammy Zane, you got the gift of gab. <laughs> yeah but also because sammy seems like one of those guys who is not afraid to push back and, and obviously that's what we hear time and time again that's what vince loves and i think someone will come up to him yeah. and be like no this isn't cool or whatever or, i don't like this or this is what i i'm i want to go for he respects that vince lives and breathes by wwe mm-hmm. like and like somebody even says like he's probably hasn't watched anything else besides that except the random dave Chappelle comedy show he was at he just loves. He fucking he he cracks up, dude. He cracks up at that chain that, smoking guy. He might actually. That would be very on brand for Vince. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It just makes sense. Um, yeah, but it's like for somebody said, yeah, who mind. like for people like Kevin and Sammy who like are very passionate about it, and the, like you can tell, and that they're like putting just as much effort in in as he is. Mm-hmm. I think that's why he probably is like, you know, fucking. They're on TV all the time. It's like Kevin had a universal title run. Like that had to be okay. It's like he sees that these guys also are invested in what he is invested in. Yeah. And I think he sees that like mind. It's like, okay, they're going to be here for forever. 
and it comes across in their promos, right? Like, I feel like that's true too. The guys who are willing to, you know, the, the, not even, uh, the, the, the performers who are willing to fight for their character in a way that, because they want their character to succeed in a company that succeeds, like yeah. they get a longer leash on the mic. They get, a, they get longer matches or, or more prominent matches. Uno momento. Mm. Okay. Do it, do it, do it. Um, well, we can wait for Issa to come back to talk about Corbin. Um, but uh, Bailey and Belair are going to have an I quit match on Money in the Bank. Yeah, it seems like maybe their feud is moving past the, uh, the Bailey laughing maniacally gimmick yeah. and into a place of... Um, more like competitive spirit which is which is good yeah which is good but I, I i i do get i don't know maybe it's just like our my brain and the things like uh of attention span and whatnot but it's just like man i hate when a feud goes months like from like don't i don't know it's just a lot of real a lot of pay-per-view real estate a lot of tv real estate on on single feuds what feud but, Bailey and and, uh, and Bel Air, which I'm not saying I dislike their specific feud. It's just that I I don't know. I hope this I quit match is the end of it for them, but I do like that it's more of a serious. Uh, they're going to be going into a, more of a serious thing than like uh, Bailey's just a, a wild fun character. She is a wild fun character though. She is, she is. But sometimes you got to fucking put that character to the side and say, you know what? I want my fucking title back. <laughs> Give me my title back. I want my title back, title back, title back, title back. <laughs> uh, Zelina, we talked about it a little bit. It's weird that she's back, right? Zelina Vega is back, was introduced by Sonia Deville, and she is in the Money in the Bank already. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like, she was just, she's brought back to be in the Money in the Bank. That's fine. And then she is being used in the Liv Morgan storyline. Uh, Liv then went and beat her, but Liv is still not in the Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Because Liv is going to randomly get into Money in the Bank and then get beat up by Becky Lynch, who's going to show up. Uh, don't say that. Please. It's a fair assessment. We'll see what happens. We'll see what Wait, happens. you don't want Becky to show up in Money in the Bank? No. Oh. Becky's I think it, I think it makes all the sense in the world, right? Because Becky where... doesn't need that. She, well, she doesn't need it, but that's where true. she forfeited it. I mean, because Oscar won, and she forfeited her title to Oscar, the winner of that that title. I think the story's there, but or where yeah. else would she show up? Maybe the Rumble, but yeah, no, like she could show up like because this is what probably is going to end up happening because this is the life that we live. Um, Charlotte's going to end up being Rhea, beating Rhea, and then Becky's going to come back to fight Charlotte, but. They've like confirmed heavily that Becky's going to be on SmackDown. Please no. But I don't think I will. I mean, what her because her husband's there, you know. Yeah. But and it, Becky, Becky is also one of those people who gets what she wants. Absolutely. I I, just, I don't, I don't think they're going to not hit, need it. I don't think they're going to hit that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't think they're going to hit that until fans are there. Yeah, that's true. That'll, that'll be huge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Sure, I I to. Those are what you were saying. I completely agree. From my perspective, it's very fucking strange that uh, Zelina Vega and WWE had a very public fallout, and now she's just back. And but also her husband's gone, and it's just with, with such For now. an era with such visibility of all these things going on and like pu- quote you know drama, public drama and whatnot. It yeah. is just it is just weird. And it is really weird because it's really weird. They got rid of Ruby, who, in my opinion, adds a lot. 
Zelina doesn't add a lot. She was an incredible manager. We guys, we didn't really see her work. We didn't get to see her cut her teeth in the ring like, too much. I'm not talking shit on her as a performer at all, but it's like, keep Ruby and don't bring Zelina back. Like, yeah, yeah. It, no, I'm with you. It just, it doesn't weird. make sense. It doesn't it, like, maybe but that's where because... we were saying it. The people who make these cuts don't seem to be, in, they don't seem to consult the people in the writer's room, you know? Yeah. It's like, or the producers or anybody. <laughs> yeah. And like Triple H. H. Zelina could have yeah. been Andrade's manager. She could have gone to CMLL and been a manager. She could have done, I mean, whatever she wanted to do, but like, no. well, who's that out there with, uh, with uh, Andrade Alito? Is that Tia? Does that mean, doesn't that mean aunt? <laughs> it's just, it just seems strange because I don't know ah, what, we, I knew she'd be back. I don't know what her coming back adds. And like, that's how I think about it. It's like, it's kind of like the same thing. I guess with Eva Marie, they can tell a story, but like, I didn't know the whole Eva Marie thing when it was happening initially, but mm-hmm. seems like it wasn't cool. And it is just like a month and a half ago, you get like tweets back and forth between <laughs> Selena Vega and fucking uh, Andrew Yang <laughs> about like <laughs> unionization and changing the business. And, and now you you know you flip your screen and Liv Morgan's beating her in two minutes on upon her return and I understand it doesn't matter she's in the match it's serving a story but it's just for it's just strange it is um I, I I figured she'd be back just because like it was Vince likes some people are kind of give him a little bit of a challenge too yeah and also it just seems like they wanted somebody to make an example out of and they did. And yeah. then sees dollar signs, and that's like what that's what motivates him. And, wait, and wait, they did have a very the Latino market. They had a very public breakup, uh, and so th- the dollars are there to see the return. Vince, yeah. al- Vince also always wants to win. Yeah, and, that's and true. getting her back, he wins. Yep, she that's wins. True. She also wins because she but, gets the paycheck, but he wins. Yep. Okay. Unfortunately, let's talk about Baron. Yeah, we have to talk okay, about the, so, fall of the, the fall of the king. The mighty so, king has fallen. So he lost his crown and now he's disheveled? Now he's disheveled and his car got fucking towed. Okay, so, um, yeah, Baron Corbin last last week lost his crown to Shinsuke Nakamura. It only um, happened a week ago? Kingsuke. Yeah, Kingsuke. I thought he's been acting like the king for like a month. He has, but then they actually had the match for like, oh, okay, for the title okay. of King of WWE, and um, he's he fucking Shinsuke won, and so then Baron's been real sad and everything, kind of lost, and so this last week, like he shows up and he's just really just beaten down and just just being just real sad. Kind of got his, his his ego got the shit kicked out of it a little bit, mm-hmm. and so then it was Big E and Shinsuke. And Shinsuke still has his bud Rick boobs with him. And so like great entrance. Pat McAfee also helps with the entrance a lot. <laughs> I love it. Um, they come out, have a match against Apollo Crews and Baron Corbin in the middle of the match. Uh, Baron's Jeep gets towed tight and I show it on the big screen and he's just so sad. And then Biggie hits the move where uh, the big ending where the keep makes somebody fall on himself. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, Pins him, and then Baron's just sitting in the ring, just so sad. Just sad, dude. Just like I think they're trying to make him like an endearing character. Well, yeah. and apparently they've copyrighted the the phrase "Happy Corbin" or something. I know. So this is my idea. Um, 
I wanted like I think they need to pair him off with somebody who's just ridiculously like happy all the time. Well, Drake and, like, Maverick is gone, right? Drake no, Maverick still... Dane's, oh, okay. Dane's gone. So yeah. I don't they're not firing Spud again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but somebody needs to be up there with him. And honestly, Drake Maverick is a really good person to do it. Because yeah. then they they're kind of scratching each other's back, like um, as far as like Drake Maverick is like he has his big friend. But then, like, he's the one, like, making fucking Baron, like, trying to make him laugh and happy. Yeah. And so then you have that dichotomy. Like, I want want to see Face Corbin. Are they they finally doing what they should have done a long time ago with him? Like, I feel like this could be good. I think so, too. His, his, like, original NXT run wasn't bad because he just squashed people. But he also had the hair. Yeah. Yes. And the okay. and the entrance yeah. music. His his old entrance music was sick. But also like they announced the, him. Dun, 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 that song? No, it was the it was the one before that had like Yeah. Oh, I like was, the Five Finger Death Punch song. Um that guy actually was in Five Finger Death Punch for a minute. Yeah. I he just filled in. But um oh um his old music where he was the lone wolf was like dun 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 and he like step into like the little spotlights and everything yeah that was cool i don't yeah because like this could i i agree that i think this could be really fun uh or it could be the next shorty g so we'll see what happens if they need to pair him like i said honestly if corb i mean if gable wasn't doing anything i i this would have been perfect because they have a history it's like, dude, like you used to give me so much shit all the time, but I, I'm not gonna beat you down when you're fucking down. I'm gonna, build I'm, gonna you build, up. I'm gonna build you back up, bud. It's like I'm gonna show you how like I fucking go through things, and it's just them like arguing, but then like Corbin just keeps losing, and like shit keeps happening, so he begrudgingly starts listening. Then he like wins a match, and he keeps doing these little things, and all of a sudden, then they're a tag team. They won the titles, and there it is. There's the story arc. Ew, that it. means, oh yeah, that means, but that means TV right there. Yeah, but then we have a good. That means like the following WrestleMania, they're gonna fucking like have a. They're gonna headline it. No, it's not. <laughs> what yeah, if they bring let let they bring back Kurt Angle to be his friend in the funny little cowboy hat? What if they, they just, bring back Kurt they Angle and it's, they and it's can't a, anymore because they put a cowboy hat on Kurt Angle's head, his neck will break. <laughs> what if what if they bring Kurt Angle back, but it actually turns out that um, Baron it's Corbin's his, Angle that Baron Corbin's his kid, his other son. Yeah, it's Squirt Angle. That's what they should have renamed Jason Jordan. What's up, Squirt Angle? Um, <laughs> That's awful. Should we talk about WWE Dynamite? Let's talk about WWE Dynamite. All right, God, all right. Jim all right. Ross retire. <laughs> Did he call it WWE Dynamite? Yes. Yeah, they had okay. So they had this video package kind of going over the last year of like with the pandemic and being at Daly's place. Right, like a montage. Of, like a big of montage. Pandemic. And then That's when I turned the show off. <clears throat> I mean, like, there were sweet things with Brody Lee in there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, no, it's just a, it was a cool like idea. Then he's like, at the end, it's like, like it's like, we're going to be back live with fans on the road. Nothing better than seeing WWE Dynamite. <sighs> and it's like, dog, this is like the second time you've done this. Like, because well, he called Kenny Omega the WWE champion. Yeah. Wow, I love it. I love it. Fuck yeah, dude. What if, what if Jim Ross is teasing things that he only he knows and the forbidden door is actually open? WWE just straight up bought AEW. And Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega is going to beat Roman Reigns during his belt collector run. 
Everyone would shit their pants though. But I, not I think, WWE I think fans. The Roman only... Roman should if that match happened, Roman should beat Kenny. Well, <laughs> we can talk about this after. Okay. Uh, um, but Roman is right now the best overall. It's yeah. going. I yeah, one hundred percent. You saying you're saying best in the business? I would say Roman would be number one. Yeah, I think he'd be the best draw. I think he is. Um, like I don't think he's the best worker. No, I don't think I don't, don't think need he's, to be. But to be the he's, best. he's he's overall, gonna be overall like who is right? Who who, who carries an such overall a... package? Mm-hmm. Better he's than gonna Roman be Reigns. number one on that list this year, right? Oh yeah, he needs to be. Like yeah. Yeah, Paul Heyman should be number two because I mean, that's who <laughs> that's who's pulling the strings. Because he's shit. Got him. Okay, let's, all right, let's talk about WWE Dynamite. Okay, but but well, let's talk about first. They they did have a that we missed last week. Didn't get to talk about is the the spectacle that was Kenny versus Jungle Boy. It was a very fun match. Mm. It was a good time. Like, but and and again, I mean, if if this is your first time listening, I don't know how the fuck that happened, but uh, <laughs> but you know, say like bell bell to bell in a bubble. AEW really fucking shines. Like probably the best wrestling over the pandemic era has been on on Dynamite. I think 100%. I stand by that. But fucking uh Oh shit. Sorry. Sorry. I lost something on my computer and then I lost my thought. Um Bell to Bell, good stuff. Jungle Boy versus Kenny Omega, very good stuff, but that that played into uh, a lot of what uh, what came into WWE uh Dynamite this week. It's a good match. I think to sometimes, especially when you know, um, it's like you know, like Jungle Boy's not beating him, right? And so it it just it's more so just kind of turns into like, oh, this is like cool to watch, but it's like you're not invested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a it's like this it's like the, it's like Rocky one, where you don't expect him to win, but you want to see him go the distance. Mm-hmm. He did, but I mean, Jungle Boy is very good. Jungle Jack. And I'm pretty sure Christian's turning on him here soon. Oh, okay. Because Christian's yeah. been doing his like nice guy fucking, hey, 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 like, hey, bud. You got a future here, bud. Yeah, it's like a little, it's like a little, little like, like condescending. The, the, yeah, way he, yeah. the way he comes across is like his dad's old drinking buddy. Right. Yeah, it does seem like that. It kind of seems like, hey, I'm going to fill a father figure role in your life. Yeah. Yeah, uh, even though he's got a dino, it seems it seems it seems very condescending, which is fine. Like they need to do this angle. Yeah, it, it's a good person for. I need Jungle Christian. Jack yeah, to get, I need Christian get, to be a bad boy. I need Christian to like just go do back something. to WWE, give me the hits, and then retire again. Yeah, because I just want to see him and Edge team together. They do the pose. I need to see them feud one more time, and I need to see Christian versus Randy, and then you can go and be Christian cage somewhere else. Yeah. You don't show up at the rumble and fucking give me these thoughts in my head and then don't do anything. Yeah. yeah and then, and then the dude I jump want, ship. Sometimes you just want to hear the hits. You yeah. do. But, and, but you know, and I, I will say, I respect, I respect what Christian cage is doing. I just, it's like, Oh man, proof is in the pudding. Nothing. They're doing and, nothing. And right now yet. it's just like a, a, a lukewarm fucking Albertson signature select brand of chocolate pudding but yeah. it's also like the like non-fat like it, it's not going to be the full flavor it, it's it, like it's the been out the, on the counter it's the banana pudding that they used to serve at the golden dragon uh chinese buffet in caldwell and they didn't even have the nilla wafers on it so exactly exactly shout out albert ma dude how about the young bucks fucking facial hair i mean like is that the Yo, gimmick now fucking skinnered 
Dude, I think and Kenny they look too. Like, they look like porn stars. Kenny they look has like, Kenny looked like um like mid two thousands Triple H. Yeah, like he did. I, they're deliberately looking like shitheads, and they're very good at it. They're very they good at it. I, just, I I am um, I I've I've said before that I think the Young Bucks are the one of the best tag teams in the world. I think they're going to go down as one of the best tag teams ever. Um, sometimes and um. I think that they get a little to too, a little too inside to try to be in a mass, like get mass appeal. Um, and also sometimes they just bug the shit out of me. Yeah, mm-hmm. they. But that's what they're intentionally doing. Yeah, they're doing no, it no, on purpose. Not, not no, not even like the heel stuff. Just oh. like the just some of the other shit. Just the, like we we're the fucking we are the business kind of fucking attitude. Yeah, and it's like not. It's like when they're not even in character more so. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's hard to like them as people just because they're so great. <laughs> yeah, they are. But like, I love a good, but that's even why... when they were baby face, I felt they're just like so fucking great. <laughs> oh, that was the worst. I, I feel like being a heel is what they need to be right now because it's so much easier to not like them. It's yeah. It's easier just to lean into it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and especially when you got them like based against fucking like Penta and Eddie Kingston, which is like, how, how are you not going to fucking cheer for that? Yeah, but like I look, Eddie Kingston's like one of the most fucking easy to cheer fucking dudes. Is is he a good wrestler? The worst worker in his position. He's a like, brawler. Like he's he's high on that card, and he's not a great worker. I love him to death. I want the world for him, but he's not my favorite to watch wrestle. I just want to watch him talk. Yeah, well, you know what's funny too. When I, I think to that point, I think a lot of people feel that way, and myself included. But it, because we had Jericho on commentary on Dynamite, and he was putting over how, like, you know, like, Kingston actually knows what he's doing out there. <laughs> I <laughs> I enjoy Jericho on commentary. That's one oh, thing I'll, I, I do. I do too. That's one thing I liked about this this episode. He's I'm honestly always been a good talker. I'm mm-hmm. honestly curious to check out that fucking book of, of every single Jericho match. I mean, it's kind of an interesting insight. It's kind of an interesting coffee table book there. Uh, I'll wait to find it used. Yeah. But, um, I, no, it was a fun way to kick off the, the fucking shit. Uh, and then also uh, post that there was the, the interesting thing. So yeah, Kenny came out, he got his fucking, yeah, his fucking facial hair going on too. And then the dark order comes out. Yep. They're fucking hyping up Ethan Page. Not Ethan Page. Hangman. Hangman Page. They're just like, like, Kenny's like, oh, what are you, dorks is going to fight me? And he's like, no, we we know a guy. and We know a guy, and he could beat you, and he just needs to believe in himself. And Hangman's like, guys, I don't want to, like, they cut to a vignette backstage, and Hangman's like, hey, what like, the fuck you guys doing, bro? I don't want to do this. And they're just gassing him up, and it's so cute. They're they, like, oh, no, you can, yeah, exactly. So w- w- they need to kind of tell people some of these things too is that like on being the elite like they really should kind of tell everybody that's maybe play on the show it's like well they can't necessarily do this one but they all did drugs with 10 on being the elite tens of cokehead (laughs) okay that is not that is not carry over into the weekly episode but they um like they all were having like these like fucked up visions and hangman's was like he was holding the AEW world title mm-hmm. they need to at least like talk let about us know and talk about like how he's envisioning himself like that and like 
and like don't maybe don't have it like where he's doing drugs just maybe having it like that's just like what he's thinking about and it's like it'd be so easy to do and he just isn't confident in himself and he needs his buds to gas him up and it's such a like millennial ass like storyline so chuggy fucking uh what so okay but yeah exactly you got to give us something like that yeah on on your weekly programming yeah that that's that's what pisses me off a lot about AEW is they tell they they told you before the only thing that's going to matter is what's on tv the other shows are ancillary and but the only thing that you're going to need to do is watch every wednesday yeah and and I should be able to watch once every two months and understand everything that's going on. Well, t- I mean, so that, if you're watching that's WWE, sometimes you can because nothing's changed. Well, that's the so true. True. still fucking fighting Bobby. <laughs> Bailey's fighting Bianca, dude, for real though. But like, that's the one thing that WWE does do pretty well is if you're if you are somebody who just tunes into the pay per views, you can keep up by either like recaps or whatever's going on. If you don't even watch the weekly product and you just went pay per view to pay per view, you could get a pretty good idea of what's going on. Story story. randomly like ricochet shows <laughs> yeah that's true and you're like oh fuck i guess they're doing shit with him but like with aew yeah. oh my god you really you don't know dude blink and you miss it but yeah. uh, what, what kind of makes me mad it's just like these some of these people like matt seidel is like the number five ranked competitor what exactly <sighs> yeah the fucking banana peel guy but it's being also it's like but your win-loss record is it's huge because he just wrestles in dark and dark elevation. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's how Britt Baker fucking was the number one contender because she just went and won like a like a month worth of matches on dark and dark elevation, and then it's like, oh, she's challenging for the title, and you're just like, why? She lost against Thunder Rosa, remember? <laughs> yeah, I like um, one thing though about Matt Seidel uh, that I think is pretty funny is uh, I, I do like he probably Andrade. smells a patchouli. Yeah, he probably does. I like how Andrade just refers to him as Matt something. <laughs> He's like, Matt something out here trying to interrupt me. I don't think so. But uh, so that, that that's pretty fun. I, mean, I like how Andrade's been teasing that Zelina's going to show up with him. And that she sh- I feel like they almost like debuted her quicker. Just so it's like they're teasing that. It's like, not her. Not her. Not going to be her. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny. That's, it is pretty a- funny. I, I I hope it has something to do with it just because I think it's funny. Um, oh, yeah, Jericho. Um, this is just an AEW aside. Jericho got real mad that people made fun of his uh, cage bump. And it was like in six months when they're fired, they're going to be looking for a job. And I'm going to remember that. It's like, <laughs> dog, you, all y'all do is bash WWE at every turn. Yeah, yeah seriously. They go and have like seriously. a joke on you. And you're taking it so personal. It's like, Literally, like the like the week before, Eddie Kingston's like, "You don't get this on the other channel." And it's yeah. like, it's like, okay, like you get wrestling on the other channel, like, yeah, exactly. You don't get this kind of stuff on the other channel, and even Bully Ray was like, "Dude, like I can understand Cody hitting the throne, Jericho doing his shit, like all these people who are there. It's like you've never been there. It's like yeah. you yeah. have no fucking idea." It's like it's like just shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. And, and and it's like one of these things. Like I get it. He's he's trying to do the rah rah speech, and that's fine. But it's just like if y'all are gonna dish it out, at least like tell your talent, then like just at least take it too. Because like yeah, fuck true. Jericho, like come on, dude. 
yeah that's your own fucking butt especially because you seriously week to week it's just like how much fucking real estate is taken up by bashing on wwe and like you get competitors over there making fun of you and it's like oh well guess 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 who just burned a bridge like, you you get, like a, you're not gonna get a job here when you need one yeah, so you're gonna you're get big... fired and we're gonna say no when you get fired you don't get to come to the wwe dumping ground that is aew yeah you don't get to come to wwe dynamite speaking of wwe dynamite i feel like everything going on with miro we're really i feel like dynamite is just a straight christian organization like like they need to brand rebrand themselves as a christian wrestling organization yeah and i know when miro does it it's funny it's funny and i'm, I'm only being half serious but it's like i i do it's <laughs> i love how his whole thing is just like praise be to god for all this ass i'm whooping yeah and and all these cheeks he's clapping with his wife dude clapping cheeks and fucking champ week champ week to week um i they're I feel they are doing what they should have done with Miro since day one. Yeah. Like this, this is the way you should have brought him in as just a fucking ass kicker. Um, I felt that he's trying to fight for his wife to get a job. And I do not want that one fucking bit. And I swear to God, if next year at like all out or double or nothing, we get Cody and Brandy versus Miro and, CJ, oh I'm god, gonna be so no! I swear to god, be an, it's be an influencer. You know, you know who that will ruin. You know who Lana or CJ coming back to AEW will ruin. It'll ruin no. Miro. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we were just talking um, as you stepped away to take a shit. Oh, I took um, a PP. Uh-uh. took a big old steamy dump we I left the door open we left the second left the door open and we all saw you taking a shit there with your legs spread wide you can't even see i didn't legs spread wide, fucking in the air too it was yeah, you were like yeah, that's holding, how it comes out better you were holding them up with straps it was like an it was like an extreme squatty potty situation yeah <laughs> um we're just talking about how it's like this is what they should have done with bureau since day one mm-hmm and instead, they just wasted a lot, and it kind of made it feel like a wet fart for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But now he's like, I just, it is like he's that scary fucking dude who is like, he's a bad man with God on his fucking <laughs> right hand, dude. And that's a scary fucking individual. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else before we talk about the main event? Because I have some thoughts. Go to the main I, event. Well, okay. no, I want. I do want to talk oh. about how fucking goddamn dare you every week AEW. And I know, I know, I just need to wait till 2020. But how much fucking time you're going to give to Nyla Rose and Vicky fucking Guerrero being a tag team up there with Britt Baker and fucking what Rebel? Oh Come my on. god! And then Rebel dislocated her kneecap. Dude, dude, build your fucking roster. Don't you goddamn put a 60 year old woman in there with who's not a wrestler. Who's not a wrestler? Never what has it, been. Who does this serve anybody? Nobody. I didn't watch that whole match, but did she get into the ring at all? I no. I mean, maybe I, I don't took. Know a, she, I, I took a break. She, she got in the ring. Honestly, she, I don't even think she took a bump. But like, I, and I don't want to see her take a bump. No, I don't want to no, see no, her no. in the ring. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, build your build your fucking women's division, you asshole company. We can talk yeah. about the main event. Okay, so MJF, Sammy Guevara, Guerrero. Sammy Guerrero. Sammy Guerrero. Guevara. I forgot his name, even though I could just click a button and it's right in front of me. No, you're saying Maxwell Jacob Guerrero. <laughs> so I, it started, I looked at the time. I was like, they're really giving this a half a fucking hour. This is going to be so dumb, so boring. 
I enjoyed it a lot. Oh my god. Well, yeah. I think it was MJF's maybe my favorite match of his. I'm with you. Am I crazy? I'm with you. No, I'm with you. I'm okay. with you 100%. And I think this was like a uh, I love a good showcase when when you can watch somebody like Sammy just like un- unleash. It, it felt like a you, we have not seen a, a a single Sammy thing since he went up against fucking uh Kip Sabian uh at goddamn all out or whatever. Uh, or double or nothing the first one it was i liked it i liked it i was just like man this guy is good i think mjf and him actually had really good chemistry that like uh mjf hit him with that fucking second rope tombstone <laughs> i was like you guys are fucking badass dude i liked it too that's fine it was just maybe it's because i assume mjf sucks as a wrestler um and so but he's also he's wrestled jericho like he's wrestled old guys that can't work sometimes his match with jungle boy was good yeah yeah mm-hmm. no i watched that one i remember that one too it's just like i don't think that he, mgf is that good but just like when you put him in there with somebody good he can also go okay. yeah he can hang. I, yeah and yeah i guess my expectations were so low because i don't i still don't care about sammy i think he's good at what he does but i don't care about him mm-hmm. and i'm tired of mjf i've been wanting to punch watch. sammy Guevara in the face for fucking years and even though I don't watch Dynamite every week, I'm tired of MJF. <laughs> I am too. I, well, I, it's I, the I'm promos, so dude. Jericho, Jericho MJF story. It's been going on for years. I'm. It's so <laughs> honestly. Been, they've only been a company for a year oh, and a half. God. It, it really. But, it feels like it's been since fucking two years ago, four years ago. The whole it's like been going on since WCW. It feels. <laughs> MJF speaks in his promos like he carries such this like gravitas that he just doesn't and it's like and it's just because he hasn't had that he does not have the miles behind him to come up and say shit like the the stuff he says with any believability yeah and uh, and what's the point of being like all right Jericho you were the best and you know what Sammy you are the future because I'm the right now or whatever it's just like cool that's a great fucking champ it just it looks like you're it looks like you you spend some good time crafting a good promo that really doesn't hold water at all because you just don't have that pedigree. Uh it's to, like to be he that. says everything and it comes like he says it really well. He has a good cadence, his delivery is great. It's like Bray Wyatt. Bray yeah. Wyatt it, it, it's it's the same idea. It's Bray Wyatt says some cool stuff, like everything he says sounds wild and he's delivering it so charismatically and has great delivery but at the end of the day it's just like oh it's just bullshit you know and what also, this, you want to make me think of that where you said that it makes me think of how i how i feel every time LA i watch Night. a movie that has no no i'm actually you know i'm on board dude i want la we'll talk about it we'll talk yeah. about it yeah um i but when when you fucking when you know when you watch like a james franco movie and you're like oh this guy you know he's doing his best job playing a character but at the end of the day it's just james franco like he's not I don't well, feel yeah. like I don't feel like he's a good actor. It's, it's the same been, thing with MJF. It's, it's like, hey, he's delivering. It's Ben Stiller. It's- yeah, he's delivering his lines well, but there's there's no fucking substance behind this fucking dude. I will, I, I, I'll, I will take Ben Stiller out of that. Yeah, um, dude. Because have you seen Heavyweights? That was method acting. Well, no, no. Have you seen Dodgeball too? It's the same character. Dodgeball yeah. too. Uh, I've just watched a lot of Meet the Fockers, and so a lot of Meet the Fockers. <laughs> just that one, the second one, the second yeah. one, dude. Because ben you're a big De Niro fan, dude. No, I, I think I think Stiller is fine because he can just play against every guy. But Vince Vaughn, you nailed it. Vince Vaughn plays he, Vince Vaughn. He always plays Vince Vaughn. I haven't seen the prison movie he's in, 
but I still think he's just Vince Vaughn that punches people. <laughs> Probably. It's like um in the Page movie, fighting with my family or whatever. Oh yeah, he's he he phoned that in just being I'm Vince Vaughn. But he <laughs> but it was great. I loved him. Yeah. In it. Phone did Vince Vaughn is fine. It's fine, but he's just Vince Vaughn. It's the same thing with it. It, it just it's the same thing with MJF. It's like the words you say don't carry weight. If we're just being like, oh, that's MJF. Like oh, you're he's not... just playing this character. Yeah, also, exactly. I think people always give him a pass for being an act, just an actual asshole. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he's just playing this character. But it's like people then like try to talk shit on Baron Corbin for shit. Yeah. Like Baron Corbin posted about like somebody was talking shit, and he's like, dude, I was like, I have like like a whatever thousand dollar rolex and he's like he's playing his character yeah he's a king and has these watches and they're like oh he's talking about his cheap rolexes but it's like if mgf would have said the same thing he would be like oh he's so good he just lives his gimmick yeah oh it's true and corbin i mean corbin has to be a good guy because he is loved by that company apparently he's like one of the like people backstage love him he he just he's agreeable is what they said yeah yeah that's the thing he doesn't push back but also it seems like he's a it seems like he encourages his peers like he doesn't seem like he's a selfish like dickhead like a lot of ego no, and I, well, also, I mean i i think it's it's kind of a it's funny because it's like he doesn't push back and he just does everything just goes with it 100 mm-hmm. percent. but and i think that's why then he gets better things mm-hmm. is because he just says yes. And so then even after he's covered in dog food, he probably just went through that and it's like, okay, cool. They're like, cool. Well, we're going to give you this King of the ring run now. Yeah. Then he's, okay, cool. Like, Oh, he's agreeing again. We'll keep mm-hmm. giving him better things. Cause he's easy to work with. Mm-hmm. And then since he's easy to work with, like he gets better things. Yeah. And it's like that correlation just makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Baron Corbin. We love you. Please unblock us. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, I know. I deserve it. I haven't come around on him like I did Seamus, but give it a couple years. Maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look, we made fun of the skullet. Now the skullet's gone. Give us another chance. <laughs> and maybe bring back the vest. <laughs> bring back the vest. Um. Let's talk about NXT. Thank you. NXP. 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 What does NXT does it stand for something? I have the book. I'm like, no. It's, okay. It sounds for now extreme tits. talent. Talent. <laughs> now extreme tits. TNA, dude. Total <laughs> nonstop. It just means total nonstop action. <laughs> um. So they literally my, had a, a TNA at the beginning of their company had a group called Sex Sports Entertainment Extreme. Was it uh, Vince, Jeff Hardy? That's when, that's when Vince Russo was at the helm. So weird okay that we, surprise can only me. okay no, we can only don't say his name two more times or he will show up bro i'm already oh, here fuck <laughs> I, I i was on talking shop the podcast with gallows and anderson oh, and i was just telling them i want to tell you guys that i don't care about the wrestling you go in there and you go to japan you have your lucha libres you have 40 minute matches i'm not watching bro i got into wrestling for entertainment, I know. for the characters. And, and that's what I feel that MJF is. He's a character that makes you want to tune in, bro. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. You're, you're influenced they on a young... They want to see the hot girls out there shaking their asses. Your influence on a see... young Matt Stone is, re- is requiring work. Yeah, you're welcome to Sable. I have to undo what you've done to me, Vince, in my childhood. Remember when Sable would dance... You're welcome. That was me. <laughs> You're welcome. 
I told okay. her, you know what they want to see? They want to see you dance. And then she went out there and danced, and the, the people were behind her because they believed in her character that she liked to dance. <laughs> what you're a fucking ge- wow, what a genius. Wow. Hey, did you did you watch NXT? I, I watched NXT and I just feel like they just really want to rely on wrestling, bro. I don't care about wrestling in my wrestling shows. I want the love stories, I want drama. I want to watch somebody dance like Sable used to in the 90s. <laughs> it didn't matter that she didn't have rhythm. I can that, only I can only rewind really my tapes. I can only rewind my tape so many times before they start to degrade in, in quality. I don't know why you sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but you do. <laughs> all right, let's talk about next. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is all out of order, so hell yeah, dude. Where should we start? Fuck, that's how we hit that's how we hit your beginning. Ha! Huh. That's what we got for that ass, dude. We don't well, fucking hit. I don't remember how it started. It started well, with uh, Dakota Kai and Gonzalez versus Blackheart and Moon and Shirai and Stark. It started with a triple threat tag oh, team. Oh, the triple action. threat tag. To see who goes up against uh the the way at the next yeah. takeover, which is and like they're doing a lot of takeovers. It's on Tuesday. There. It's not. It's not takeover. It's just Great American Bash at the Great, beach. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Right. Great American Bash at the beach. I like yeah. themed episodes. Of course, it's nice. Yeah, they're fun. But yeah, 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 yeah. It was a good. It was a good way to kick off the night. Heck, yeah, heck of a lot of action. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we start. Rocks. She does rock. She does rock. I was just about to say, Shirai and Stark is a weird pairing that I'm still not like. It just uh, maybe get matching outfits or something, but I uh, I think I, I ain't mad at the ra- I ain't mad at the the in ring action. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, in ring action's good. Um, I think Shotzi's uh, on her way to other pastures. She's uh, had she a dying? dark. She has a dark. She had a dark match yesterday at SmackDown. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They need, uh, I think they need, oh, a, they need a new punk girl since Ruby Riot got released. I'm gonna lose my rocker chick. Well, and. She's kind of cool for the main roster because she's still green. She's gonna get fucking. She's as green as her hair sometimes, she's and she's buried, not buried, buried. She's not at the level. I don't think she's, so. She's over because she's cool, but she's not that great. She's gonna be. She's gonna be like Jeff Hardy up there. Just watch. No. Yeah, she's gonna do weird shit. She's not. I wish. I wish that, but I'm just thinking. Like, look how badass Rhea Ripley was when she moved up. And what no, she is now? Her, her championship run in NXT was bad. It was the same thing. Yeah. I don't know, man. She's, I don't know. They're not going to let the badass when she doesn't have a title. Vince is going to be like, I don't like the tank. Vince like, is going to be like, get a tank is Degeneration X. No, he's uh, going to love the fucking tank. No. He's, Vince loves really weird shit. Yeah. He's going to be I like, feel- give the tank to Charlotte. And I feel like <laughs> Vince is going to under, like, somebody's just going to say, it's not going to be Bruce. Like, it's just like Jeff Hardy, but a girl. He's like, all right, there you go. Her name's going to be Butter Shelton. and Mesh. Hardy Blackheart. <laughs> Get her some Jinkos. Get her some loose baggy jeans. <laughs> Add an Jeff alcohol Hardy. and an alcohol and pill problem. <laughs> <laughs> Get her $40 fucking dollars worth of pills in a trailer house. <laughs> that burns down. Um, uh, uh, Grimes, Grimes, LA Knight talk to each other. Uh, since LA Knight has this title and has been in the storyline, his promos now are like really good. Is well, good. I'm on board. Now. I don't what know I, if it was on this what, podcast or another. What did one? I tell you before, everybody, that he's a great talker? 
Oh, that's yeah. not what you that's not that no but you're not right you're not right the only thing that makes him exciting now is the fucking belt if he has something to talk about yeah sure he's a great when, talker when he but has now, something to talk but about now there's substance he he had a great cadence before he had a great delivery and just he was talking about nothing yeah now now uh, now what he's saying actually as you said with them jeff now what he's saying carry some weight because he has something there of substance it's true it's true yeah. I, i'm yeah. i'm liking i'm liking it I want to see Cameron Grimes be a Eli player. Drake is Matt's favorite wrestler. Not true. He loves Eli Drake, especially those Ric Flair car insurance commercials. Fuck, dude. Woo! There's a better go oh, get a car on time. I just I love, love that it's Ric Flair and then Eli Drake. And then it's Dave Marquez who runs championship wrestling from Hollywood. Yeah, I know who the fuck the guy interviewing him is. I just love watching wrestling and hearing Shaq like every every 15 every minutes. minutes honestly Shaq Fuck. yeah Shaq is I'm so here to check out the new, I'm, I'm the new worker here at Papa John's no just kidding it's me Shaq yeah dog I know yeah dude go, oh now go he's in the foot powder the general yeah I mean hey look Shaq is soda Shaq making money as fuck dude uh okay sometimes you gotta make money Matt oh whoa I watched NXT too. That's awesome. Yeah, they don't let me on this, so I have to go on the other channel so I can beat up the big show. God, uh, are are you mad? I thought you liked me. I love you, Shaq, but and I also did like your match. I'm just sick of these old ass big WWE guys going to AEW. It's fucking boring. Did you Did you guys see when I was in the the Battle Royal? It was WrestleMania. We thought it was nice. Yeah, yeah DD, DDP was there. He went bang. Yeah, <laughs> that was nice. That was nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can I workshop my promo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit it, hit it. Yeah, please hit me. Uh, big show. Oh wait, yeah. I can't call him that. Uh, call Paul. <laughs> Tight. Hell yeah. I want to challenge you to a match that we never got to have back on the other channel because uh, they're 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 garbage. <laughs> oh, damn dude you're fucking taking dick you are on AEW man, I'm calling you out because I'm the best big man athlete that's ever been Paul White how my ass tastes <laughs> Check. I have a weird question for you are you from New York City no oh, you kind of sound like it a little it's bit. his character it's his kayfabe dude I'm, I'm trying to kind of branch out I mean I, I did some acting before but yeah Shazam rocks it's Kazam. Kazam. yeah I know I forgot. Everybody thought Sinbad was in there, but it's me, Shaq. No, Eddie, I knew. We, we genie. You. The, we the genie. Steel. The, Steel was cool. The big Aristotle. Hey, Shaq, uh, do you think, your do you rap think records John, rock. Shaq, you. do you think Johnny Gargano is going to take the title off Carrying Cross? God, I fucking, um, that'd be so tight. Um, I heard that Carrying Cross was doing matches on like SmackDown and main event. Mm-hmm. And so, which is like crazy, dude. You're doing it. Karrion Cross did a dark match this week against Cesaro. It's like, let us fucking see it. <laughs> I bet that was a pretty good match. Yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> you watched the product? Of course. That's That rocks. How do you think I'm going to get my moves? I'm going to steal all of Gargano's moves. That <laughs> move, well, that I don't know if I feel safe about that. Jumps through the ropes and then spears them. You're going to do that? Yeah. The crowd's going to go wild when I run out there like the ultimate warrior. Jack, I don't think we've ever, I don't think we've even seen you move like that in your prime, but I'm excited. Are you saying I can't run? No, I'm just saying we haven't seen it. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't run. <laughs> oh. 
Oh. I mean, you got basketball knees. I get it. Yeah. And, sure. I'm, and I'm really big. And then back in the yeah. 90s and early yeah. 2000s, I had taco neck syndrome. Taco neck syndrome. I was in these commercials from Taco Bell and my head was always tilted sideways because I was eating too many tacos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that rocks. That does rock, Shaq. Uh, thanks Do you remember for- when I had a soda? Yeah, I loved yeah. it. We talked about it earlier on the show. I don't I do think I will say this, Shaq. Oh wait, respect maybe that was forever. We recorded. No, respect forever, dude, because there are not celebrities coming out with cream sodas. Yeah, soda shaq. Just aren't. Um what I appreciated about well, it is it was colorless, so I could have the strawberry, I could have the orange. Um I'm well, allergic to oh, yeah. red food coloring. I've yeah. been I've been a part of Cream Nation for a long time. Bless that's true. Bless that's shaq. true. The cream the cream well, sometimes. Father. So sometimes you got to blast some cream in a can. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. I love drinking your cream, Shaq. Yeah, yeah, thank wowie, wowie. Thank you for your cream. Thank you for the Shaq, the cream, Shaq. Don't tell Chuck I was here. Why? Can, I would love to talk to him, too. Charles Barkley was going to go to Vegas for WrestleMania, but he owes all the casinos too much money. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. thank you for your for dropping in, Shaq. Yeah, We're gonna Shaq, we know you're a busy man. To, we got some stuff to talk about. Uh, I'm gonna go back in my lamp. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See ya. Just kidding, guys. I'm not actually a genie. Okay. I gotta go back all to inside the NBA. Okay, but if you ever make a ring candy from the sky, candy and burgers, let me know. Uh, all right, I'll throw some burgers at you. Okay. Honestly, that'd be so sick as that'd be so sick as fuck. Bye, so, everybody. Bye, Shaq. Whoa, he just disappeared into that lamp. Whoa. That boombox, I mean. Whoa. That was a that was a bong. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> okay, so carrying cross. Um, if the rumors that he's debuting without Scarlet are true, he's dead. He's dead. Uh, not dead, but it won't be nearly as good. Like Scarlet is half of him. Like yeah, it's true. I mean, it's that's, like that's so why true. he isn't. That's why he isn't dead is because she's like half. Yeah, but, but like she ugh. she also had a dark match though. Yeah, I don't. But I don't want them separately. No, well, I guess why. I guess we'll just see what happens, but. No, I'm with you. I think it's bad news. I, I want news. him off my NXT, but I want I him, like him. I want him on the main roster with Charlotte. I will say, like when he has something that he can cut a promo on, he's really good. Yeah. Um, I don't like that he's like this uh, unbeatable monster against Johnny, where he slams him in a car door. Yeah, and, and I want the match between him and Joe before he leaves. That's they've they tease that too hard. So this is what I think needs to happen, <laughs> and this is this is my this is my this is a, just a prediction, not a spoiler. Okay, mm, okay. Uh, so this is, I'm the opposite of Paul Heyman. Yeah. Um, this is how you can get the title off of Karrion Cross without hurting him. Mm-hmm. Is that Joe costs him the title? Yeah, that'd in be fun. Ma- in the match with Gargano, like let's just say, like shit's going crazy and blah 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 blah, and then Joe's out there to be the enforcer. Well, he gets provoked, fucking like chokes he, him. He accidentally hits him, like he chokes like, him or like something. Johnny pushes him into into Cross. Johnny pushes Cross into Joe. Something like yeah. that. And then Johnny's Joe- go- Johnny's gonna trick it up. Yeah, and then and then Joe goes and just beats the shit out of him, and then Johnny gets the pin. Or this is the way I was thinking of it. You have like this is like in my head, like the spot. It's like same thing can happen where it's like Cross gets bumped into Joe. Joe like then gets pissed off, goes to there, puts the choke on him, 
fucking Johnny super kicks him a couple times. Boom, boom. He not only gets super kicked, but then choked out at one, the same two, time. Three. Damn. And then you sets up the match for um, only one person can stay in NXT, Crosser, Joe, and then Joe goes over. Man. And no. then, and you can even make it since he's like, you're not going to be an active competitor. Just pull the AEW card and say unsanctioned. It's mm-hmm. a fight. Yeah. And then he goes on his merry way to get drafted. And, and then um, we don't see him anymore by carrying. And then also we can then get the, the matches that we want with Joe, like Pete Dunn and Adam Cole. I want them mm-hmm. all. I want them all. I want it all. You know what I don't want? I'm sorry what? to say this. I don't want a feud between fucking MSK and Thatcher and Champa. Why? Bums me out, dude. Why? It's it gonna be. It's gonna be so good. And the match is gonna be good. I. I'm, I'm. That's face to face. I thought was butt, dude. I really liked it because it was very short. It was to the point. It was. One of the things that I, I felt during it is that they're going to do like a little because even though Thatcher and Tommaso aren't necessarily like they're kind of tweeners, mm-hmm. I can smell a double turn coming. So if it's going somewhere like that, fun. Like fun. like M- like MSK is going to be these like disrespectful shitheads like <laughs> Mountain Dew. So they're going to be the new Young Bucks? Yeah. That's the thing though. I think it that, works that, for that, them. Well, that's what set actually. That's I think that's what set wrong with me during that that face to face is like you have these two guys. It just felt like the the older folks being like, "We're about to teach you a lesson," and then the, the younger kids just stand up and are like, "We just need to remember who's the challenger here." It's like get out of here. You know, and I think I think it's because it's like because the crowd's already kind of turning on MSK. They've been a little bit anyway, and especially against Thatcher and, and Champa. Yeah. Champa's a god over there. Yeah, oh, yeah, and Thatcher's just cool. Yeah, everybody loves Toothless Timmy. I do. Double, I do. I love it. Two. I think that's what's bumming me out about it. And so I think if you do the double turn, you have them be the fucking disrespectful, like bullshit, like fucking Monster Energy Mountain Dew lovers. Yeah, yeah. Because they've played that those kind of characters before, and that makes like as like the Rascals and like MSK that kind of like I think gives them a bit more of an edge because mm-hmm. then they can do all the cool moves, but then they're also little shitheads that you just want to see get bumped around. Yeah. And that is like when they're going to be working their best. It's like when they're bumping around hard and having to like come back with that shit. And so you, I don't know. I think it could work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, the match will be fun. The match will be fun. Uh, Let's talk about something that I don't like talking about. All right. Is, is I Lee unsafe? <laughs> Um, it was a, there's nobody that's necessarily at fault for this. That Um, was a hard kick. So it didn't look like it was at first. It's yeah. I had to go back and rewatch it. She got rocked with that super kick at first too. Yeah. Okay. Mercedes fucking collapsed on her feet. I thought Mercedes was just selling really, really well. I thought at first she scraped her face on the mat. Yeah. So I, I watched enough like MMA to know like, Oh, that's a knockout. Um, It it looked so cool and it made her look so cool. And I love it, but it was a little too cool because it was real unsafe as much as this is green. Yeah. Okay. And also it's like the, People will put a hand up if they are going to get kicked. And sometimes you need to put a hand up yeah, so you don't get knocked out. Yeah. It's it's one of those mistakes that just happens. She gave her her, because Mercedes gave her her chin and 
Zaylee also needs to look where she's fucking kicking. Zaylee hit her in the kicked, fucking temple. Yeah, just fucking knocked her out. And so it, a little hand ski here. Boom. Oh, yeah. But shit happens in wrestling. Um, hopefully, I mean, if she keeps throwing it like that, it may keep happening. Yeah. It looked so cool, and it solidified her as a fucking badass, I will say. Right. Like, I feel bad for Mercedes. I, I do. Well, she apparently, locked. she's fine, but it was a concussion. Like oh. she had to go. She had to go get checked out. You yeah. Go, yeah you she go went out to the like hospital that. instantly. You go out like that. That's a concussion. <laughs> and like, I wish it was fake because then it, I could talk about it with more like, that was so badass. But right. it's like it was yeah. real. Someone got hurt. But like, this is the it. story of a girl. <laughs> I don't know. It just Dude. like because. Zaya getting beat up all the time. I don't like it because of her whole like she can take all the pain in the world. That's how they did it. And so like I like I want her to be the unbeatable badass. I think I, what they need to do is like almost have her have like a Hulk up moment. Yeah. Where it's like it's like the pain reaches a certain threshold and that's when it kicks in. Yeah. And so like she's getting beat up, beat up, it's fine. And she's selling, she sells. But then all of a sudden, it's like she like a big move hits or like a huge strike to the like fucking face or something. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she's like super stoic and just like taking it and yeah. taking it. Like she has to get in the mode to like fucking zone out and like leave her body. And then it's like fucking scary time. Like yeah, yeah, like transia. Exactly. Like, it's like when Kota Ibushi. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I was talking about. Yeah. Um, what? One thing is, I hope this doesn't discourage her from using that finish because it's I, so her, fucking tight. I mean, Alistair Black isn't there, so somebody's got to use it. <laughs> That's oh, is it the exact same thing? Yeah, it's a spin kick. Okay, mm. it just when certain people do it, it looks cool. Like it's like a super kick. When certain people do it, it looks cool. When Brute Baker does it, I'd never want to see it again. <laughs> um, but like it looks so cool. It's like Isai, you love strike finishes. I think more than that, I love strike kick finishes. Yeah. Um, also, Jake Atlas, Boa. We got to see Boa in action. Boa is uh, fine. Yeah. Uh, wasn't, wasn't offensive. Yeah. Jake Was Atlas. there. Jake Atlas rocks. It's Jake cool. Atlas is putting on some size. Yeah. He's beefing yeah. up. He's beefing up. I think, I think um, they're probably like waiting like really go with him but i think in the next couple years he's gonna be a big player in that yeah um diamond mind yeah came out and beat up kushida oh roger strong roger strong beat uh asher hale oh god i hate his name i hate the way he looks he's a good wrestler um wait then who wait no 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 no. who was the guy that beat up kim got beat that's the Uh, former alex zane yeah, I don't Ari like. Sterling. I hate how he looks. He used to come out to a day to remember. Oh, okay, that was like his... Actually, yeah, yeah. Was it that one? Yeah. I also, I also just have. He's, a... he's very good. I just have an aversion to the name Asher. Because I don't love college. Yeah, college didn't rock. <laughs> um. Yeah, but but I, I anyway. love that Roddy went out there. It was like it. It was just like he was just very like. It was, it was like a, it's like indie Roddy. Like he wasn't calling anybody dorks who's in there, 
putting the hurt on. It felt like it was like if pro wrestling was real because mm-hmm. it wasn't like an MMA shoot fight or anything like that, but it seemed like it was a competition. The way that mm-hmm. Roddy like hits it was that, two competitors. The way that Roderick Strong hits that like flying knee strike, he makes it look so real. I don't know. He's he's just such a good fucking athletic human being. Well, I think it's because it's like what Mick Foley said about um, Dynamite Kid. It's like it always looks so real. Here's breaking the magic because it was. <laughs> I think I know. he does like the 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 Shibata thing and Ishii thing, where they hit you, they hit you in safe spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of like fucking bringing a giant form to the actual jaw, they hit you in the big meat in the neck. So it yes, you're getting hit, but it's in a spot that's not going to injure you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I and like with fucking Rust and I will I will learn his name. Uh the other guy in Diamond Mine, not Deki Suzuki. Yes. With like Rust and Suzuki out there, they everyone's wearing the fucking track suits. It's like yeah. man, you guys look like a I can't team. wait till they let uh what's his name? Hachiman or whatever his name's gonna be now. I can't wait till they let him fucking wrestle. Because like the moment he showed up there um last week, um like Bronson Reed was like, this is a bad man. Like, you guys got to watch yeah. it. And Walter was like, okay, because that's a match I think needs to happen. Ooh, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing I've been thinking of. So Rust was in Timmy's school, right? Uh, uh, Rust was. No. That no? was August Gray who got released. God, they look the same. But Rust, <laughs> Rust, was it Rust that took, who Rust took someone to the limit? Uh, Champa. Yeah, Rust okay, took Champa so to there, the limit. So, okay, so my theory works. There is a story. If Champa and Thatcher beat MSK, um, because in front of crowds, that's a big thing. I, well, the performance center has been in front of a crowd for a long time. But I like the, but, I like the way they're doing crowds at the but if the Capital Wrestling the center? CWC. Yeah, if they win, uh, a good next opponent is these is. Uh, Hideki Suzuki and Tyler Rust, like Diamond Mind, because that dude has history with Champ with Thatcher, and then Tyler Rust has that history with Champa. I don't know. It's a good man. That match would be oh, that'd be sick. It's a good way to like push Diamond Mind because they're fighting the big the big boys. Uh Yeah, even if they lose the champion, even if they don't win the titles, it's still a big thing. I wanted to see Walter versus uh, Hachiman. I bet, I bet we'll get it. I mean, if, if he's out there publicly talking shit, hell well, yeah. Walter probably will probably make his way down a little bit more often once things are really opened up. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Should we talk because about my the... father? Because my father, Rey Mysterio, is here in the states. Should... Exactly. <laughs> also, I, I think family is very important to me. I think he's losing the title soon. Walter, Dragonoff, yeah. is he going to take it off? Dragonoff just got the number one contendership. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, I that needs to happen. Like they've been. Oh, uh, I'm gonna watch that match today again. <laughs> um, we got swerved on NXT television. Fucking didn't we all? Didn't we all hit row, dude? Hit row's a fucking dangerous crew. Friend. So, um, in the middle of NXT, mm-hmm. they announced the NXT Breakout Tournament that's yeah. coming back. Last time won by the former Jordan Miles ACH, um, oh. who is retired again okay um i I hope he fucking finds what he wants he's really talented and he seemed actually very bummed out after everything that happened with wwe Mm -hmm. and it sucks because he was like i fucking like lost my dream 
No. He he, lost it seems like he, it sucks. Yeah, the whole situation sucks. He was like in the right, but he also, he went too far and he, he, he acknowledges that. I mean, yeah, it, it's I like, like, I hope he finds his happiness and he wasn't wrong about how fucked up that and, was. And, and I think like he went too far in the sense that um, he then, he took it out it, on other performers. He took it out on himself too. Like he was very angry to the point where he like had to like he left WWE. Well, I don't think it was something that at the end when the kind of the dust settled on everything, I don't think he actually wanted to do. And that's why I think he he took it too far, not because of his reaction. He could be as mad as he wants about that. Mm-hmm. It's that at the end of the day when he um when he let the anger like he it came down, um, he was just super bummed and like he seemed very like like I lost my dream. It's like it really dealt a blow to him, and so like it sucks because I don't think he was wanting to do that, but I think he was also very pissed off. Yeah, and, it's, and he, he he was the one that like requested his release and requested this stuff. It's like he wanted out, and then after he got out, he's like, "Fuck, I I really wanted to be there." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but to your point, he he did win the breakout tournament. Uh, but so, but Reed and Swerve were also in the tournament, yeah. Yeah, it was like Reed, Swerve, Loomis, Grimes, uh, Wild, like guys who are actually now prominently featured, like from week to week, which is cool. Loomis uh, was in that. That's right. Yeah. Whoa. He lost first round. Um, and also Angel Garza was in it too. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, um, I wish he would have had more of an NXT run. Yeah. But um, so they announced that tournament, and they were talking with Bronson Reed about it, and then. Hit row comes up and they're talking shit and sort of was like, how come out of everybody that was in that tournament, like why are you the fucking champion? You don't deserve this shit. And so he challenges him for the title for the main event of the evening. Yeah, and uh, he wins. And he fucking wins. I mean, with would the this has happened, fucking crew, dude. Would this have happened if Reed wasn't going up? No. <laughs> yeah, hard to say, it's, hard to say a, but no. It's a good way to get Reed off. It's a good opponent. It's a good person because Hit Row just debuted. Solidify them as like, yo, is Hit Row going to be in war games? Damn. That'd be a good right? Team. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Dude, Hit Row versus Diamond Mine? Get me, yeah, get like going, I am much more excited about, I guess there aren't a ton of factions in NXT. There yeah. seems like a lot, but like, the biggest one broke up. They got and rid of it, Undisputed and they added a couple. And like, Imperium is is like far and few between on NXT. Yeah. So yeah, there aren't a ton of factions, but I like I, I like factions for the purpose of war games. I think uh, yeah, Hit Row just has such a fucking quality like round of personalities. They're just so fucking cool. I yeah, love. I'm so excited. Like one, I just love saying Ashanti the Adonis, but also it's like. I'm so top excited to see dollar. What dude. Top dollar. Yeah, they so, uh, got okay, good so names. And the, and finally has direction. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like the Swerve character now, like it seems so much better because it it's is, like there's substance. It is insane that all the the amount of people I've saw at a big indie show that are signed. Yeah, and yeah. then was something that I in the match like it was my first great like David and Goliath match because you know Bronson's huge. Swerve was just small, and, but fast and elusive. So I kind of played off that. Swerve would bump his fucking ass around, and then they get the heat. I love that they didn't do interference until the end, and mm-hmm. that's the only time they did it, and that's what caused the mm-hmm. the 
the title change. And so fucking they're going for a move. And then they end up on the outside. And then fucking Top Dollar's like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. Runs at him. Fucking full dogs it. Just full speed. Running so fast. And just jumps at him. Dives through the fucking plexiglass. Looks awesome. Mm-hmm. And then fucking Ashanti the Adonis like, dude, yo, you good? And then gets tossed on top of him, which was great. And um, <laughs> I love that spot. And then as Reed's going to get back in to fucking squish him, um, fucking... Swerve hits that Swerve 450, hits, dude. Hits the kick, hits the 450, and gets the win. So yep. I love that it's like, if they're going to do a, a distraction finish or like an interference thing on there, you make it so it is... Um, you you make it so that it isn't like bullshit where he get kicks out and then like he gets lost by a move because then the interference really doesn't matter. Yeah, it's like they held off the interference. They didn't do it like a thousand times in the match where he looks like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once and then he got caught, and that's it. And what yeah. I what I liked is so this match was made that night, right? Yeah, yeah. and so there was no like real build to it it just kind of happened and the title changed as someone like nxt is my show it's a show i watch weekly it's the show that i care about i like being rewarded by just watching it and like not i didn't expect it and it was fun and like getting those surprises sometimes is nice yeah yeah it used to be so good about that it wasn't on a big show it was like it was on it was on the build to great american bash but like It was just cool. In like the uh the um like the fucking uh ruthless aggression era, mm-hmm. uh which who's whose shit is that now? Who was saying that this week? Oh, it was um was Oh that, that was that was last week. It was uh uh fuck, I forgot it's it's Christian Casanova. That's I, that's his indie name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fought, he fought fucking Adam Cole in a fantastic match. Yeah. His two matches he's had were awesome. He had one against Kashida, that was great. And it came out, said Ruthless Aggression against Adam Cole. Had a fantastic match. Did the best sell for a fucking Panama Sunrise. Yeah. Oh, where he just like went fucking tops up yep. and then over. Yeah. That was awesome. That was, but what I was saying, Ruthless Aggression era, they did so much more belt hopping where it's like, you really, it, they, they, they at least kept it in the fucking like realm of possibility that anything could happen on any given week. Yeah. And I think NXT does that pretty well especially with that North American title. It's, where it's, it's like, oh man, because like Reed won it on, on an episode of Dynamite in a cage match where you're just like, what the fuck? Cool. It's, it's a thing that bums me out with Roman is like no one can beat him. I don't believe anyone can beat him. And it's like, like I either want it to be a crazy shocking surprise or The Rock. And The Rock is not going to beat him. That's not what I, that's, that's a dumb right. thing. But I want like, like what i mean cena is not going to beat him it's like they have to build someone new or one of the uso brothers has to beat him. and so like one of the things about like wrestling is we can't we and as wrestling fans we want both yeah we want both the long cake and we want to eat it too yeah we want the long storylines that are like gonna play out for a long time and that big build to like the Sami Zayn and nxt run yeah it's like years in of hard work and they told this story and it worked and it's awesome or shit like that like we want that but then we also like being rewarded for just tuning in and having yeah. little surprises 
Yeah. And so when you get the right balance of that, yeah, yeah, it's great. Well, it's not like the attitude era where it's like Kane was champion for a night, lost to Austin the next night, like all this shit happened. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a little too much. Yeah. Um, it's like it's also like I want Kofi to beat Bobby. I'm Bobby rocks. He's been a great champion. This is the best work I think he's done in his WWE career. I think I just wants I just want someone else. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I heard a theory. Uh, Austin. No, uh, they have that match. Kofi and Bobby Big E wins money in the bank and then cashes in on, on Kofi bo- on Bobby. Uh, I said on Kofi. That'd have been cool. No, that'd be. I want them to stay friends forever. I want a bad boy. That'd be bad boy Big no. E, I, I, that'd be. I would love it. Like they're still buds, but it's like yo. Like I'm sorry, it's just business. <laughs> I don't want it. Nick Con wrote this story. <laughs> Biggie, Biggie Mania. Yeah, hey, nothing personal, just business, bud. But speaking of the Great American Bash, we've got four matches next week on a themed show. Um, we got Takeover LA, Worthy, L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes uh, for the for Million Dollar Championship. If Grimes loses, he is going to be L.A. Knight's butler. I am looking forward. Sound familiar to you guys? I'm looking forward to seeing those vignettes, though. It's more, yes, it, it does, but it's because of the million dollar title yeah it it, is the virgil thing it makes more sense uh i don't i just wish they couldn't use the word butler and it could have been a little different um i would if aew had their way it would have been young boy but then i think i think someone was like maybe we can't do that yeah i would also love chuck and cameron being butlers together that'd be cute that would do the (laughs) fucking butler faction yeah cross promotional get (laughs) out of here but yeah like yeah it's a thing like I hope Cameron loses because that'll be fun. Yeah, I, I think he'll make a much to win. I want him to win so he isn't just a comedy geek. Yeah, oh, I, want, I want I want him to lose. I want him to be well because like we. I know you want LA Lane to be fucking no, team. no. Is, well, and Cameron is such a good baby face. That's the thing is, you guys are right that the million dollar championship has to be like a heel has to hold it. You don't want to see a good guy fucking touting the million dollar fucking championship. We just talk about how much you love LA Knight. It's fine. Yeah. But as Cameron Grimes as a butler, like you get the comedy out of the way and then eventually he can fucking turn on him. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course. Like That's like, you don't want to go too far into haha. Yeah. You yeah. don't want him to become Corbin or Elias. I do agree with you. I do agree with you that like it was getting pretty fucking because he is both of them just better in the ring. Like, well, Cameron Grimes had to work his ass off to make that shit with Dexter Loomis entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't want to have to keep going through that. I understand. Uh, we've got the way Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell versus Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. They're going to lose those titles. I don't think so. Okay. I don't a lot know. Of people are thinking. So I think this is just Io going to be on her way out. No, and I think Zoe's there to take a pin. Damn, I mean, and you're I, probably right. And then I think after they win, since we haven't heard from this guy in a while, they're gonna see a grand Dexter? gesture from Dexter Loomis, and they're gonna win the titles after like Indy does a big move, and he's gonna be there, and they're gonna have the big smooch, and everybody's gonna go, yeah. And then Candace is gonna turn. Hopefully. Well, I guess she's already bad, but turn even more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want I want EO to be a lifer. I don't I don't think yeah, but she needs to make some money. 
No, I won't. No, I'm <laughs> no, selfish. I want my EO to be left alone. I do too. I do too. But this is not the way of things. MSK versus uh, Tommy Chomper and Timmy T. That'll be a good match. Yeah, I I, I don't know who's gonna win. I don't know. I think I think there's gonna be a double turn. That'd be, be fun. cool. A double. We haven't had a good double turn in a while. I want my double turn to be Adam and Kyle, and I won't budge on that. Uh, yeah, we have Kyle and Adam in a wrestling match. I don't want Adam to be a good guy, but I would like Kyle to be a more bad guy. Yeah. Um, like it would be cool if like he Adam Cole went for the nut shot and then Kyle gave him the nut shot, something like that. Kyle just goes. To, Kyle just needs to go too far and just be like, "Whoa, Adam! Oh my God! Like, let up on him, Jesus!" Yeah. One of one of the things that I I liked about the about the promo that happened this last week is that um, Adam Cole is just really fucking good. Yep. He just goes in there yep. and it's like everything he's saying, it's like, it's, you can't necessarily disprove. And like, that's how it was always presented is that Adam was number one. So yeah. I like that. I love that kind of realism in there. Yeah. But then also I love like Kyle being like, I, I felt fucking like sick. Like I've been, yeah. I should have seen it before. It's like, I like that. It's like, somebody's like, I don't know. It's cool. I, I don't want to see a double turn because you can't go back on it right now. Yeah, and Kyle Kyle needs to overcome Adam. Like, that's the story. He needs to get out of Adam's shadow. He needs his white well. But he beat he, Adam already. But he is... If he loses again, he's lost so many big matches. Who, Cole? No. Adam, uh, Riley. Cause Kyle, but Kyle already beat Cole. So it, like that, which I understand. I don't like, want it. I don't want it to go 50, 50 because then, then, yeah. then who does it help? Yeah. Right. That's what but I'm worried about with this match. Oh, I just, Cole, I think Adam Cole is probably, do I you think it's going to be Adam here. And then a, at a big takeover, like a real takeover, it's going to be a big thing. I, I think that um, Kyle wins. And okay. I, and then with Cole, Cole can take a loss. It doesn't matter. It's true because, because he can either just go feud with Joe or he can no, move up to the main roster and go to SmackDown and make a lot of money. No, more, more fucking. I want my Adam. Kyle. I know. I want my Adam. I know, but it's not going to happen. I know Adam is the next second coming of Shawn Michaels, but I want him on my TV. Yeah, I want him on the show. He's a second coming of me. Yeah, I honestly, <laughs> Vince McMahon. Like, Oh, sir, I completely agree. I'm going to turn Adam Cole into little Vince. Little just like, it, just, Cole. it just goes to show like how little faith there is left in like main roster product where it's just like, don't leave. Don't yeah. leave. Triple yeah. H knows what's like, good for you. It's like carrying cross. Get the fuck away. Adam Cole never leave. Like Johnny and Champa are lifers. They are. They've, they've because they see the writing on the wall of what's waiting for them on the other side and it's not good like, let, they would have been in that wrestlemania match like alistair and ricochet yeah but i mean adam cole can go far eo can go far i just don't, don't want them faith. to leave that's, my show because they're not going to be involved in good storylines anymore yeah that's like, what we're led to believe look at Vince gets all, yeah look Vince at gets all Oscar. pissed off because he's like well no one likes my fucking characters let me take let me take some of the ones Triple H built, and then you know like, Paul, and then but then he fucking doesn't do anything with them. But anyway, yeah. I don't know. But 
Great American Bash will be fun as fuck. Yeah, it'll be cool. I'm excited for that. I don't. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um. Yeah, let's answer some questions from Blurg. We only got a couple. Let's do it. Do it. What is the best kind of breakfast burrito? The ones I make. <laughs> what do you? Okay, let's. Okay, let's. Let's go into that then. What's? Uh, what? What are you? Uh, your at home? What's your at home breakfast burrito looking like? All right, and so I'll I'll tell you the one that um I make for everybody. Like this is the one that it's not personally the one I eat, but it's the one I serve to people. It, oh, because it has I'm, eggs in it. No, actually, oh. not this one. No. Um, but you can put eggs in it. It's up to you. Jenna sometimes does. She goes back and forth. So breakfast burrito. You start out. You cook the bacon. You always got to get high quality bacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some from the porterhouse deli and, and butcher over in eagle idaho Ooh. so you get really nice bacon fry that all up you dice potatoes mm-hmm. and you cook it in the bacon fat yeah duh okay and so you get them nice and good and then you build your burrito we always jenna always does and she'll always make homemade pico de gallo nice so it's super fresh everything just cut right there fuck yeah lime juice and then it's my seasoning on my t- my potatoes. Kind of sets a little over the top, too. Okay. Also make a little sausage in there. So you got both bacon and sausage. My seasoned potatoes. And then you go build it all up. Put whatever hot sauce and shit in the inside. Wrap it up. Grill it. It's, you know a little grill on both sides. Mm-hmm. Then cheese on the pan. Put that on top of there. A little cheese crisp. Fucking boom. Serve it up. And you got to do enough of a cheese crisp where the bottom layer gets crispy, but mm-hmm. then you get that like a gooey layer as well. So it has mm-hmm. a lot of different textures, a lot of different tastes. There's fresh, there's salty. There's a lot of stuff that's going on in there. That sounds good. But what tortillas do you use? Um, whatever, like giant big ones, like at okay. like the Mexican store. We okay, go tight. Okay, good. Market. I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect anything different, but good. Uh, <laughs> the burrito sized ones from there. Yeah. Uh, mine is we have a, a spot here called Los Betos in Utah. There's one called Rancheros. It's like the it's the it's like your 24 hour Mexican spot that isn't everywhere. Apparently that that have but they all have the same exact menu. Yeah. Yes. The yeah. food's different at each one, but the menu's identical. The food tastes different. Yeah, I got, a, I got a burrito. Different. Oh, I got a burrito story for you boys here in a moment. But yeah, uh, the, the one that's off the Eagle exit and the Fairview, one of the best ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I love a breakfast burrito from there. Bacon. Uh, it's just bacon, potatoes, egg, cheese. Uh, and I love the red sauce, or I love a green sauce. Smaller like than that. Green sauce too. Yeah, that's that's so, it. Flex brought me some green sauce, and it's even a from breakfast. Texas. Yeah, it, it is so good. It, oh yeah. It's the best. And it's even like a guacamole green sauce, which I usually don't like. Mm. Oh my God. It's so good. Hell yeah. Katie and I will make uh, the, the breakfast burrito variety. I like to, I cause I like, a, if I'm making something like a breakfast food, I like to just hit the, I like to get trash, dude. I like to eat. I like if I'm making a breakfast burrito, it's cause I'm having a trash morning, dude. And I love it. But what I'll do is bake up a, I'll crisp up a bunch of fucking tater tots, dude. Hell yeah. What, what you do is you get the tortilla spread out. You put the tater tots on on top of the tater tots. Once they're cooked, you get the fucking uh, layer of cheese on there. Mm-hmm. Then you get the egg on top. And then because we don't eat meat very much, Katie doesn't eat meat at all. We I do the uh, the field roast uh, apple smoked sausages or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Dice, yeah. dice those up. Cook them with the eggs. 
Uh, I like to toss in my seasonings at that point with the eggs. You got your salt and pepper, of course, but then I like to toss in uh, rosemary. Mm -hmm. I like to toss in a little bit of cumin sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Especially, and you get the yellow onion in there as well. Get that all going nice. You spread that over top of the cheese that's now sitting on top of the tater tots. Mm -hmm. And you roll that bad boy up. And then I like to put it in. And that's what, at that point, I like to turn the oven off uh, after the tater tots come out, roll the burrito up. I like to, to put them on a tray, put them in the oven while it shits cools down for about five minutes. Let the, 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 the tortilla kind of solidify a little bit more. She steam uh, a little. And if I have my druthers, I'm putting a, like a Verde sauce across it before we're rolling it up. But uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I'm going to, this is what you need to do. Um, look for, if you're not wanting to eat meat, they have uh, soy risos, like chorizo. Oh, dude, but get, get it, get it in the, like, the, like where the cheeses are. Like it's like the actual like Mexican ones. Yeah, yeah. they will be beef, pork, and then soy. Do that with tater tots. So like make your tater tots, put them in the oven. And then you start frying that up. Then toss your tater tots in that together. Makes amazing tacos. There's a place in Portland I went to called that they closed down during the pandemic. It's called Stella Taco. It was mm. like just chorizo con papas tacos, which is exactly that. Ooh. So good. That sounds so good. There's this place that's like so that 7-Eleven is half a block away from me. Another block past that, there's this place called Tony's Tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this place called the Ma- I got this thing called the Macho Burrito, <laughs> and I was like, they also have that. I'm pretty sure at Del Taco, dude. I'm not fucking kidding you this thing was wider than my shoulders i it was like it was like probably two and a half feet long i i got it and i walked home with it had to carry it like a fucking baby looking like <laughs> a yeah. psycho dude looking like a psychopath and that shit was hot i didn't expect it to be that big katie what? took a picture i'll send it to you guys what was oh what, what was the price it's 15 dollars. oh okay what, you so that you didn't expect it to be that big that's what i wasn't sure because all the other burritos there Seven bucks, eight bucks. And I'm like, man, these things look good as hell. I was like, what's this $15 boy? I just got paid. I just got paid. It's a fucking Friday. Let's <laughs> see what daddy can, let's see what kind of shit daddy can get into. I popped a Corona. I was like, dude, here we go. I, that thing was scary. I ate it for three days and I'm hell not yeah. someone who likes leftovers, dude. <laughs> that is like, like, you a have par- to that, that point. is like a party burrito. I'm going like, to, you know, I, like was, a big sandwich. It was exactly that. It was a big sandwich, but a burrito and it was hot and I had to carry it like a baby home. And it was on a hot day too. <laughs> I'll send you guys a picture though. It was fucking disgusting. I loved every second of it though. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, best hot sauce. Mm. I th- feel like I've said this millions of times. Uh, Frank's is a go-to for me, but only on specific foods. Uh, I love the green El Yucateo. El uh i miss hot barbecue from buffalo wild wings it's off their menu it was one of my favorite sauces that has ever existed um it tastes like mcdonald's barbecue sauce but spicy um yeah we used to have that the the uh the like the smoked tapatio we had that at fucking um at pie hole i've never been able to find it at a grocery store it was good as fuck but I'm getting more into I went off I went off the grid when it came to like the vinegar based hot sauces for a while. Oh, I was okay. Like, I was like, I That's don't like fair. them. I don't like them like that. But it's actually coming back around. And now I'm I'll pick up a Cholula. I'll pick up a uh, yeah. El Yucateo is fun. Uh, crystal. I like yeah. a crystal. I like a crystal. Extra hot. Crystal's nice. Crystal's classic. Uh, my girlfriend, Russell, uh, is a spice fiend. She eats the last dab like it's nothing. 
Dude, I love I love I, I have love some spice. at home. We talked about it, but I can't. I just I haven't tried the it, last dab, so I don't know. It does not affect her at all. I'm gonna make her do the death nut challenge and see what happens. Oh, I think talking. I think she's immune to spice. It's That's insane. Awesome, it's bonkers. She wants to do the quad habanero, and I'm like, you wild. I'm gonna do the single hop because I'm yeah, like, that fucked up, dude. The quad habanero is fucked up. I don't do that. Don't do that. I don't care. Even if even if your taste buds don't do that. No, and I, you know, and look, you know my. It doesn't know, affect her body. It doesn't affect even, her tummy. Not even, not even the no. fucking. Not even the no. No. Not even the butt. Not no. even the butthole, dude. No. Okay. I've, I've had these conversations. I've been very frank. I'm like, does this affect you? Your tummy. I thought your name like, was Derek, not Frank. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, if it's not affecting the tummy and it tastes good, go yeah, for it. Because I wish. Bonkers. I, knows my, you know my sense. I don't mind a spicy turd. But here's the thing, there is there is too far. Yes, there is and too far. It is wild and it is impressive and it's like, my God, like uh, I just you know what? Jealous. Also, I'm jealous. I want to take a moment to just appreciate the combination of one questions and food that comes with breakfast burrito and hot sauce. Yeah, there's that. That's a marriage made in heaven. In fact, yes, I'm gonna go make one right now. Yeah, uh, I am as well. Um. Favorite hot sauces. I have different ones for different things. Yep. Uh, on pizza, uh, secret aardvark, the red one. Oh, aardvark, so good. Um, the 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 green one is really good on tacos. Um, I really really like just like a good just fucking standard buffalo. Yeah. And so you got to have like Frank's like, is Frank's is my buffalo of choice. Frank's does it, dude. The so Frank's you, wings. Frank's wings. Specifically. You got to have the, the the wing sauce ones. Yeah. Yeah, it has to have the butter in it because that, that's part of the flavor. Yeah. Um, and so that and then this new sauce that fucking Flex brought us. Fucking amazing. Um, right now, those are my and then like my go-tos are just Cholula and Valentina. Like those yeah. go-tos. Cholula, I if if I go to a restaurant, like especially breakfast, and they got Cholula on the table, I'm just so excited. Cause I'll I'll eat, I mean, I'll I'll sprinkle whatever. I'll eat, I'll eat Cholula from the waitress's purse. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did that at Denny's once. Or really was it like, Sherry's? Were you Sherry's in Pendleton, Oregon? Yeah. Was she like? Were you? Did you ask? Well, yeah. All they had was Tabasco, and I was with Isai and Mige, who were like, "We're not eating this white shit." And then were they like? Were you like? Do you guys have Cholula? And she's like, "I have Cholula." Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah. That's she, sick as fuck. We got her secret stash from her purse, and it rocked. We were very grateful because I Chol- prefer Cholula as well. Yeah, Cholula. If you, if you some- I like Cholula more than Tapatio. Cholula on a dude, Cholula on a pizza is good as fuck too. Mm-hmm. A big old slice of pie hole pizza. Big yeah. old slice of pie hole pizza. Fucking the, that drown like, it. That like lime Cholula they had a pie hole on that the, potato Russ, pizza. Russ, as much of like a, a job that I don't necessarily recommend for anybody. Yeah. The owner knows how to get himself some exclusive ass hot sauces that I can't find in the Treasure Valley. Well, it's yeah, it's probably they have them um, like but special you know what, order. But you know what made that know? the biggest piece of shit? thing to do is because like weekend after weekend after oh they don't get stolen stolen gone i stole i stole a whole table set outside from by hole and i'm not gonna i'm I'm sorry to say paper plate no a table set oh (laughs) what like like the napkin holder and like a fucking red pepper oh you stole a table and chairs from them Oh, I was thinking small picture. I love that, dude. <laughs> we um, were at the one that was on Broadway like 10 plus years ago. Oh, on Broadway, dude? Hell. Yeah, we're we're there. We're hammered. We 
we were getting pizza. You were over there at Suds, and, decided to get a fucking slice. Yeah, and somebody had a truck like that was picking us up, and we're just fucking just like we're taking this table, and we did. I love that. I love that. They're they're at a certain point that I would say the people who work there expect it, and it's just a nice surprise when it doesn't happen. Not a whole table and chairs. That's new. <laughs> I stole a whole fucking table. Um, last question. Coolest kind of fireworks? None, because we're in a goddamn heat wave in the Northwest, and my cat hates them, and it makes me sad. Yeah, I was scaring Wendy last night. My relationship to fireworks has changed, but of course, I like the big fucking boys. I yeah, like big, that. Go to go to the yeah. go to the ones that your fucking city's putting on. Go watch the big shows. Don't fucking burn the goddamn city to the ground, you crazy sons of bitches! I, Don't do that. I used to be a big fan of Roman candles. Oh, I love I love shooting them at my friends. Exactly. I like dude, and it was fun. Scared. Like, yeah, I like shooting off bottle rockets and stuff. Like, I'm saying, have a good time, but be so responsible, dude, because this fucking I'm, ground is ready to fucking yeah, light up. I'm terrified my house is i'm not doing anything for the fourth of july because one of my parent one of my cats my cat hates it and i am worried about him constantly yeah but also like there's a good chance my house might burn down if i'm not here to call 911 the second it happens yeah last night like, i'm not even kidding dude last night so we have people we have fucking these ye- these yahoos in our neighborhood going off with these things scaring the shit out of wendy scaring the shit out of pepe and but Fucking, I'm, I'm, a, so I'm like, dude, it's like I'm taking a midnight Duke, right? I'm gonna go into the bathroom <laughs> at midnight. All of a sudden, I hear whoop, 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 and I was like, oh, I get done. I go out, look out the window. There's two fucking fire trucks in my neighborhood. Yeah, I'm like this is the second, it's the last second. Calm yeah. down. I, I live in, in whatever you said, Yahoo Town, Yahoo Town, Yahoo's, bro. Yahoo's. I live in Yahoo Town, Modest Yahoo. Um. <laughs> That's where I live. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm terrified this year more than other years for some reason. I am too. I am too. Look, I think it's because we're like a fucking heat wave. But what, yeah. do, but, but, but if we can be real, what fireworks do we like? I like the big ones that go boom. I like a mortar. Um, I like a bottle rocket. I like a Roman candle. I, I don't, you know what I don't like? Least hmm. favorite is the fucking whistling peach, dude. Don't get me. Yeah. Don't I don't like, I don't like loud. I like cool. Same, same. I like yeah. fire, not loud. Honestly, that's like my mantra for life, which sucks because I love playing drums, but I, I'm not good with loud noises, especially the older I get. Yeah, fire, not loud. Um, I, I do like the big ones, especially like when it's set to like a cool playlist. Me too. You get the fuck, do you get fucking, you get America the Brave going and you just, <laughs> man, oh, think about, beautiful. think about Lee Greenwood out there. Think about, oh, re- think about real American playing during a fireworks show. All right, would... so we we gotta talk about this real quick before we go off the air. Okay. Oh yeah, CM not, Punk. It's not July Fourth. It is the day. The biggest celebration is when Lex Luger slayed Yokozuna on the battleship. And that's <laughs> what I'm celebrating. Okay. Right, cool. Light some shit on fire for Yoko. Yeah. Yeah. But... Fucking bodies. Go body slam Yokozuna on a battleship. But just don't light your fucking city on fire. Yeah. yeah. Don't light my city on fire. It's small and. I don't want don't to burn this city to the ground. Yo, I, wrote Re- a, I wrote an Yo, email. Shout out Recon. I wrote an email to the Salem city manager that was like, do the fucking right thing. And he didn't even get back to me. The city manager? I'm out. Is that like, like the mayor? What's the city manager? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I found it's a fake his, title. I, it was like, I wrote, I wrote at Salem city count, you know, I mean, dude, I, I fucking went at him. I was like, don't, don't come on. 
come on, this place like was 117 degrees like less than a week ago. The ground is ready to fucking ignite. Sorry. And then no response. Now last night I'm taking a shit and someone's out here fucking blowing off my neighborhood. Hell God yeah. God damn it, dude. And they didn't get to your door yet. They're just blowing everybody off. Dude, how many fuck it you do that? I know, dude. That's a fucking hedonistic fuck fest out there. And I can't get it to slow down. Brood. Anyway, anyway, fucking shout out to anybody but the fucking Salem city manager, Steve. Yeah, fuck Fuck you, you, dude. City manager, Steve. Email me me back, dude. You're about to become a fucking... I'm about to fucking... I'm about to make a fucking enemy out of you, dude. Shit on your doorstep. The whole podcast, Steve. You can get a podcast army against you, motherfucker. Yeah, five of us. Yeah, five of us. Fuck yeah, Bryson. Get them, dude. <laughs> get them, Blurg. Write them, um, dude. Um, yeah, that's it. That's the show. Uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, happy Rusev Day. Wrestle Boys three sixteen says uh, some people just want to watch easy. the world burn. And don't be one of those people. Yeah. <laughs>